0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one hundred and forty-two of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Hello, hello, hello. That—that's my intro <laughs> this week. That's what I got. I was like trying to think of something uh, off the cuff to say. Uh, and It just I, nothing came there. Nothing came there.
1: Well, we're out of sync, you know. Th- this is Wednesday, you know. It is. We're... It's
0: it's Wednesday, mm-hmm. and. That it sure is Wednesday. This is maybe the fastest week I have felt in a long time.
1: That's shocking because tomorrow I assume you've been looking forward to for like several years.
0: I know I. Oh, my God. Yeah. And recently every week has felt like an eternity, like Mm -hmm. I'll get to Friday night and be like, I thought this was never over. But like uh, the last two days have blended together in my brain where people will be like, did this happen Monday or Tuesday? Mm -hmm. And I'll be like, I don't know. (laughs) I thought it happened earlier this morning and it's Mm -hmm. Wednesday. So, uh, yeah. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, But yeah, Fast and the Furious 9 tomorrow, Matt. It's finally here. The Fast Saga continues. I read an article about how Vin Diesel and The Rock should be good now. Awesome. So Thanks. for the next movie, hopefully we can get that for the 10th and final quote unquote, even though they said it's two more movies, uh, they're doing weird stuff over there. Uh, I want it to be like Avengers Endgame, And I was disappointed to see that rapper Cardi B is a character in this new movie and that she will be returning for the 10th movie, according to Vin Diesel. And I would bet that Cardi B is a bad actress
1: um but it would be in line with everyone else in the the series
0: sure sure it would be but i just was like no what the fuck are we talking about here i mean it's like it's helen murin like (laughs) everybody else
1: (laughs) and somehow the rock is like one of the best actors in that series which i don't want to be mean to the rock but he's pretty much got one character
0: yeah i i think jason statham is also okay. all all right yes. but yeah ironically he's helen mirren's son the yes. <laughs> their family mm-hmm. fine a- fine actors in the film uh but yeah i god i hope she's not in it a lot i find her to be very annoying but uh we'll see luckily i haven't seen a lot with her no, I've never seen her in a trailer. So when I read this article, I was like, excuse me? No, Cardi mean, B's in this film? No, I mean in just, like, real life or anything. Oh, oh, oh. I She is an okay rapper, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, of the new, like, weird up-and-coming lady rappers, I think she was one of the better ones. Right. So, I've so heard a few pick of her someone. songs. But... Yeah, like, I mean, they had that cameo by Iggy Azalea, and we can all thank God that she was not in the franchise for more than six seconds so who knows? Maybe Cardi B will be fine. She has to do with Vin Diesel's past, mm-hmm. but she'll be in the next movie. So God, I hope she's John Cena's girlfriend. That's all I want. <laughs> um,
1: sure. Sure. Yeah. Which uh, we were going to do a uh, Fast and Furious spoiler test this week, mm-hmm. but then Manny's going out of town Friday. So then we were like, we got to push the podcast up to Wednesday because mm-hmm. we were definitely not going to do it Thursday.
0: No, definitely not. I was going to be too excited. And um, it would be too late when we got back. So. Yes, yes.
1: Uh, so then we were like, I guess we're going to do the podcast Wednesday. So then that is the day before the the movie. So we had to pivot and we'll be doing the spoiler cast next week. So.
0: Yes, and I will still be fresh in my mind. I'll have seen it twice. <laughs> uh, so I'll be uh-huh. ready. Yeah. I will probably still be thinking about it moment to moment then. <laughs> Because I've waited so long. I was telling my brother earlier that he was like, why the hell did it take him so long to get this movie out? And I said, well, it was supposed to come out like a couple months after COVID started, like Mm -hmm. was its original release date. And like, it was either, I think it was this, it was was like a month ago. It was supposed to be the release date of the 10th one. Right like they had already had the universal had those dates planned out ahead of time. Uh, and that just, yeah, COVID screwed that all up. So they are now, you know, pivoting. Maybe that allowed us to get Cardi B. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, we could have been, we could have been very close to the end of the franchise. Like the 11th film could have been coming out next very soon. You know,
1: space, space, space space could have happened
0: i literally don't like i know some of the basic plot points of this film Mm -hmm. i cannot even imagine them in practice like i can't even comprehend what this film will have in it and i love that
1: see i've just gone in completely blind i saw like a couple trailers early on and i haven't read or seen anything
0: (laughs) the newest trailers are disgustingly awesome i am so excited Magnets are fucking crazy. And this film throws all of what magnets can do in real life out the window. Mm. And I'm ready for it. Awesome. Just just magnets that defy all laws of physics.
1: Or maybe you just don't
0: understand physics. No, I am pretty sure that I have a basic understanding and these fly. (laughs) Everything flies in the face of that basic understanding.
1: (laughs) I. Negatives retract and then positive negative attract. Uh, so yes, that's, uh-huh. that's, and I and think that's how that works, right? Boy,
0: yeah.
1: Uh, but anyway, you want to get into uh, the news of this? Uh, these last you know five. Well, really, it's kind of like a week for with one of the things uh, that happened because we just didn't talk about it uh, during E three because E three was last week. Yes, so. yes, yes, yes. Uh, But I just wanted to do this as a little note. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is finally back on the PlayStation Store.
0: Yeah, so like this was weird because it like showed up on the PS4 store only to wishlist for a bit and people were like, oh, it's going to come back. And then they removed that and then it came back. But what I love about this is the statement that they have on the store with it is basically like, do not play this on a regular PS4. Like, it basically Mm -hmm. is just a statement that says this sucks ass on a base PS4. But then even on the PS4 Pro and the PS5, it's still the all the backwards compatible PS4 version. So it's just bad. Right. It's like. Come on, guys. I'd, I, I don't know. No. When
1: you get it, like when they finally release the PS5 version, you get that for free, right?
0: I fucking better. But yes, you do. Okay,
1: because like I figure at this point I'm like okay now it should be at least remotely playable on Xbox as well so I was like I'll just keep an eye out for sale and probably get it for like if I can get it for like $20, 30 bucks I'd do get it.
0: Uh, yeah, the PS4 version uh, just was on sale on Amazon the disc for like twenty bucks or mm-hmm. something so I'm sure the Xbox versions are right in line with that right. a lot of the time um, so I mean it's getting cheap already sure. for sure so
1: well I mean it had so many copies out there. Yeah, they... they And and I I assume a lot of people did not hold on to their copy. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, that that always kind of helps as well. Where, like, Nintendo products, like, people... A lot of people buy Nintendo products, but they hold on to those. So, like, the used market doesn't really... So, like, Nintendo products, you know, just, like, they always just say stay, like, the the full price. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, I guess Cyberpunk is at least getting, like, better, and it's to a point where it's, like, playable now in some aspects. <laughs> so good for them. It only took what, like nine months or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, this happened. Uh, this next news happened a couple weeks, like during E3, the five nights at Freddy guy, uh, the creator of it, he retired from the video game
0: business. Oh uh, yeah. Scott Cawthorn because he fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He got canceled basically. And uh then like didn't apologize and was just like i'm gonna retire and it was Mm -hmm. like you are just an absolute coward of a human people found out that he was donating to a bunch of uh conservative campaigns like specifically mitch mcconnell he donated like a lot of money Mm -hmm. and people were like oh like why did you do this and then he tried to Explain it away by like saying that donations like don't do what you think they do, and like tried to try to basically change the definition of what donations are and what right. they do for campaigns. And people were like, "No, that's not how that works." <laughs> and then instead of like apologizing or like saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I know a lot of this probably upsets a lot of my fans or whatever," Uh but but uh, so like he could have probably gotten out of it by saying like i'm sorry that this upsets a large majority of my fan base but like please don't let my political leanings interfere with like your enjoyment of a brand or something and he instead just was like i'm gonna retire and spend some time with my eight kids mm. bye which just means like hey i'm gonna keep getting paid fuck loads for the five nights at freddy's franchise and whatever well like they're also weird where like
1: he released one and then like two months later he released the sequel
0: right like yeah so they were like phone games that like i never got that into i i found some like videos of them fascinating because they're just like they're very simple games about right. like basically the haunted chucky e. cheese you know what i mean and it's like the animatronics will come into the rooms and scare you and they get slightly more uh Slightly more scary as they go, but like he tried to do interesting stuff with the newer ones and like made the the pizza simulator one, which is basically just like you take all of the animatronics from all the games and can like make your own stages and like choose which animatronics you want to be in there. There was the RPG he tried to make that launched so badly he had to make it free mm-hmm. for everyone who had bought it and then put it out again. Uh and, and like the, I thought, that was interesting too. It's it's weird because it blew up to be such a thing just because it was so readily available to people on mobile, and well, like I, it re- it really got large. Well, strange. isn't it also like a jump scare game? So it, it like, is, yeah.
1: So it got very. I think it got very popular with the like, the YouTube community. Like. Oh,
0: for sure, yes.
1: Uh, where like streamers loved streaming it because they could like get these reactions and then kids. I, I think it got very popular with kids.
0: Specifically. Yes, um, and like they still have that new one coming out for like PS Five and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess he's just not involved in that. But like instead of trying to backpedal or like apologize at all, he just was like, "I quit." Instead, which I guess if he's got all the money, like do. You do do what you want to do, yeah. But, like, I don't know. He's like one step away from being like notch, and that's bad. Uh, Well, this reminded me more of um, the Wonder Kid for uh, VR.
1: oh uh palmer lucky palmer lucky because like this wasn't like he donated now he donated to basically white supremacists
0: yes uh and but he he was bizarre too i always thought he was kind of weird but then that was more i think because oculus was bought by facebook i think Mm -hmm. that was more facebook being like oh boy you gotta we gotta distance him from this whereas like Scott Cawthorn was still like the main person of like he made the games like he did the thing and he is just saying like, oh, I'm done with this basically Mm -hmm. where there's someone else is taking over now, I guess. But it's very weird. And like he's got to still make all the money off it. Like he's not removing himself as a part of the company or anything. He's just not going to make them.
1: Well, and, and I know like a few of them are on Game Pass, so. I I don't really care to play these. Like I like resident evil and like horror games and stuff, but like just like jump scare, the video game does nothing for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking for like, you know, something a little bit like something I can sink my teeth into. But as we said, like five nights and Freddy' very much not a game for either of us. It was just like this weird thing that just kind of like came out of nowhere and just fizzled out almost immediately with this, this creator. So,
0: I mean, it is still it is still very popular. It is one of the yes. most like searched YouTube things still a lot of the time. So, yeah, I
1: remember at some point I saw a lot of like FNAF on the mm-hmm. internet, and I was like, "What is this acronym?" And then I eventually had to look it up, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, which, um, in other news, uh, EA. There is a report that they're going to be bring bringing back an established IP. They're going to be reviving that in the next month.
0: Yeah. Motive is making it. And, apparently uh,
1: I just keeps getting reported that it's most likely dead space.
0: Uh, yes. Jeff Grubb put out some sick dead related puns uh, for that. But also it is even further than that. Basically been like, it's a reimagining of the original dead space. Mm hmm so it's it's, yeah so it's not like a sequel also they would have to do that because three was such a just a shit show in terms of what the plot was that they definitely have to redo it to make that not the case i think uh yeah which
1: i i played the first one earlier this year and Mm -hmm. i loved it i think it might be my favorite game that i've played this year so far uh, I have the second one downloaded. I will be yeah, Get the
0: second one still very good. The third yes. one though they less than good, I think. But uh
1: but yeah, I look forward to at least like diving into the second one. I think I'll like it just as much as I like the first one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh but yeah, that that kind of excites me to see, you know, like I assume we're still probably a year away from that anyway.
0: Um, uh but... yeah, and I I think that's neat. I guess just because like it was a very popular franchise. I hope it's just not the same thing as that happened with mirror's edge where they like do make a new one and it like fucking tanks spectacularly.
1: I am kind of assumed that they were doing kind of like mass effect. The, the, uh, remake. the remake where they just kind of redid the, the, the trilogy.
0: No, I th- I believe it is an all new product. Oh, you think
1: it's all new. Okay. Yes.
0: Like it That'll is like a, real. it's basically like a reboot of dead space. Oh, okay. Well, that's more it's, exciting. Yes. Mhm. No, putting it out again is easy, and they already do that. They already have it on PC and stuff, so. Sure. Yeah, yeah. um, Also, coming back, uh, Cliffy
1: B. uh, Although I did look into this. uh, Well, let me just, I guess I'll just read the tweet. He tweeted out, I'm officially collaborating with uh, Alex DeCampi and Sandy Jarrell on a new IP. I looked into this, and these two are, like, comic book people.
0: Yes, I so I don't he's know making if making a comic.
1: I was going to say I don't even know if it's anything related to video games mm-hmm. or if they're getting into like he's getting into comic books in some way. Uh but Cliffy B, uh you know, very well known uh video game uh you know, maker, uh designer. Uh he started like making games at like 17, didn't he? Yeah, yeah like he started really he started age. very young for sure. Cuz he was like the creative director of um Gears uh, of War, but I mean, he was like really young for like a creative director at like like a pretty big studio, Epic, because he was like in his twenties, like like being the creative director to one of the biggest games in one of like the bigger companies. So, mm. uh, but he'd been working at like Epic for like ten years, even even then. So it's just one of those things where, uh, and then he just kind of fizzled out out of video games after he kind of went on his own. Yeah, he tried to make Lawbreakers, and that mm-hmm. uh, failed. And, well then he extreme. then he tried to pivot and tried to make the the other game as well,
0: the Battle Royale. Oh yes, that game actually was like pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and then I then
1: I remember him saying like he's done with video games, and then he just tweeted this out. So i I just wanted to throw it in here. Uh, mm. I, as I said, I don't even think it's going to be related to video games personally. Mm. But I mean, Cliffy B is a you know at least former video game guy, so uh, you know I I'm, I'm happy he's working on something because he he's, he seems like a pretty smart guy, clever guy. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this next news, did you see this, Manny? Yeah, it's a fucking <laughs> insane <laughs> bullshit. Uh, Marvel's Avengers, uh, the Square Enix game, uh, they had an update recently. And apparently, it's exposing PS5 player IP addresses. Yeah, it's so. just like
0: on the screen; mm-hmm. like it just shows your IP address on the screen. It's so, insane. like if you're if you're
1: streaming and not realize that it's showing this, showing it at the bottom of your screen, you can dox yourself to your entire community.
0: Yeah, it. Th- this is like <laughs> a fucking comical oversight. <laughs> I don't understand it. This. This is, like, this game is just the new Street Fighter V,
1: where it just seems like every couple months, there's just some new story where it's just another disaster. Remember when they did that root kick? Yeah, 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 the
0: the root kick. Like, okay, good. Put that one in there. Uh, That'll really Uh, help the image (laughs) of this fucking game. But this is just, like, this is a different level of idiocy. I like, I don't know how that happens. I assume it'll get patched really quick, especially cause now everyone has written articles about it, but like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: come on, dude. Don't, <laughs> don't surface that on the, the fucking screen. Come on.
1: I mean, if you're at home and you're playing by yourself, I guess it's not a big deal, but like with streaming culture being so big. Yeah, that's just, <laughs> Oh boy. Oh, boy! How, like, did they not test this
0: at all? I yeah, that's <laughs> what it seems like. Yeah, but then it's also one version of the game, like what? Doesn't know. happen on Series X. I don't know. What? I,
1: this this game leaves me speechless yeah it's speechless <laughs>
0: makes no sense uh and i i put these last two on here uh this one i thought was so cool uh a couple months ago uh digital eclipse was putting out a tweeting saying like hey warner brothers asked us to make a space jam game so like give us your ideas fans for what that could be and fans did that they tweeted at them and now that game is coming out july 1st for people who have game Pass is like a game pass exclusive thing and then uh on july 15th for other people to buy um but it is basically a side-scrolling beat-em-up where you play as lebron james and bugs bunny and i think that's fucking awesome it so... like it, it looks pretty cool uh so i i will give that a shot for sure it, it's like a smaller like thing And I think it has a bunch of other like weird genre elements in it because they were just asked to do all kinds of weird shit. Um, But the trailer just kind of shows LeBron James punching bad guys with Bugs Bunny and Lola Bunny. And I like that a lot.
1: How different is this going to be from like the new Shaq Fu?
0: Uh, This is going to be better than that. Okay. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It just looks like a Super Nintendo game, basically. Like it's like retro pixel graphics. Um, sure. But that it, I don't know. That's cool that they were like asked the community, like, "Hey, help us design a game," and then they actually like made it with a lot of their ideas intact and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so that's neat. The other one is a Final Fantasy Nine animated series was developed or is being developed. It leaked, um, and it's for kids. Turns out I am a kid. I am the target demographic. I would watch a Final Fantasy IX animated show. And I was talking to someone about this, and I was like, you know, of all the Final Fantasies they could have picked, this one has some pretty heavy topics for a kid's show. Like, the entire time, Vivi's whole thing is like, what does it mean to exist? Do kids need that? (laughs) Like, do kids need to have an existential crisis at the ages between 8 and 13, is who this is targeting? Ah. I mean, anime gets
1: into some of that stuff, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it does. But like I, this is I, I don't know. That just seems wild. Like Vivi's whole thing. He's like the saddest video game character of all time. This is what we hmm. picked. And then the main character's whole thing with like being a clone. It's all it's the princess like doesn't get along with her mom and like has to run away. It all has a bunch of weird themes that I'm just like, this was the one you guys picked for the kids one. All right. Not Final Fantasy 10 or 10 two. Uh, I guess 10 has a lot of religion. I don't know. But uh, like most of the other ones are more just like the quintessential, like good versus evil, mm-hmm. uh, especially the ones before nine. So it's, I think it's just really funny that they were like, yeah, the one with the giant existential crisis that is a character. Sure. I mean, I will watch this. I'll fucking sure. watch this. So let's go.
1: What would be the most disappointing one? Do you think 15?
0: Uh, Yeah, I would be upset with 15 and 15, like had some short animated things to go along with their terrible movie Mm. uh, that they were creating with that universe. I think I would watch most of them as a show. This one is probably actually the one I would be most excited about. So I hope they do a good job. I the voice acting is what will really ruin it for me, because that was the last game before there was voice acting. So like, I don't want to know what you think they sound like TV people. Their voices are in my head and it will be upsetting. I mean, were you upset with the voice acting in seven? No, but that those were fine, I think. And I also am less attached to those characters than I am to these characters. Wow, that's a a bold statement to make on a podcast. Yeah, it's a bold statement to put out there. But I also, you know, today's the 25th anniversary of the n 64s release in Japan. And I also have bold statements about that that could potentially get me thrown into the internet prison. So uh,
1: it's one of the best consoles ever made. And there yeah, is uh-huh, def- <laughs> yeah, definitely, uh-huh. I, love it. I love it.
0: I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It has so many good games on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, there's at least 10. Uh, yes. There's, there is like 10. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah that's Mm -hmm. that that's cool i'm excited for that that'll probably also never surface just like the fucking zelda animated series that netflix is making and all the other giant things that never come to fruition but
1: hey castlevania people really like
0: castlevania did come to fruition that is true Mm -hmm. and like three
1: seasons and as i said people like i love it
0: yes and then the creator very publicly was like i'm done with this and then they're remaking they're making another castlevania anime that follows richter Mm. that very clearly is like we're splitting off from this because the creator said i'm done forever bye i'm Uh... just
1: impressed netflix made three seasons of
0: anything (laughs) yeah normally if it's a popular thing they cancel it Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Netflix is very weird. Because their whole thing is like they want new subscribers, not necessarily returning subscribers. So like they're like, oh well, you're already subscribed, so we need to have something new to get new people in. Mm-hmm. This this one will just get you to subscribe, continue to subscribe. Who cares about that? It's just like what the fuck? Their metrics for success are bizarre. <laughs> I wonder if
1: they. I bet they lost a lot when like NBC went off and did Peacock and stuff.
0: Yes, because yeah, The Office Uh, being lost was a big blow. Friends being lost was a big blow. Seinfeld as well. Mm -hmm. Like all the major sitcoms, mostly have their uh, are on other things now. So
1: yeah, and like there are people that they're like, I just watch The Office and that's all I do. Yes,
0: I mean same thing with Friends. Like when when that when that went to HBO Max and Seinfeld went (laughs) to Hulu, like. Yeah, I assume that was a big blow. But for sure, The Office was the biggest one. Like people, talk, I remember people talked about that a lot. Yes. Same thing with Friends. And the amount that Hulu paid to have Seinfeld was like fucking crazy wild high. Hmm. Uh, same thing with HBO Max for Friends. Uh, it was just like, right. wow, you guys really are like, we, we're throwing around the cash for this. Um, But yeah, that's the news. Not much. Like we said, it's a Wednesday, you know, things will might happen tomorrow or Friday, but probably not. Well, it's a Wednesday after E3. Mm -hmm. I think that's
1: important to note as well. So I so we had to scrape the bottom of the barrel a little bit.
0: Yes. um,
1: But like that, that Marvel news is what are you you guys doing over there?
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Uh, But, yeah, we'll get into the games we've been playing, uh, Mm. which we didn't talk about that last week.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, So uh, if you remember a couple weeks ago, I had that incident with Assassin's Creed with my save. (sighs) I do not forget about it. Uh, So I took a few days off, and then I eventually decided to go back to Assassin's Creed and start over. But this time, Manny, I decided, you know what? I'm going to play it on my 360. Yeah. I I have a flash flash drive like stuck in the the back and that's where i'm saving it uh so i and i make sure after every play session that there is a save in the load section so and it's not corrupted uh, uh but because i had to do this and i had to then unplug my 360 or Your my series my, my series x i had to stop playing burnout and banjo kazooie for a little while oh
0: okay okay
1: uh, so I had to kind of put those on the back burner to play Assassin's Creed because I was liking Assassin's Creed that much. Mm-hmm. Um, to play it a third fucking time. To play it for a third time, which I am further than I was in the other two. Oh, shit. So, um, Venice is huge. Like, Venice It's is very big. big. It's
0: very big. Yes, it is. Uh, so
1: I'm like, because I, I had just kind of gotten there and did like a couple things in it. But like I, I'm like, okay, it seems like I'm going to be spending a l- Pretty much the rest of the game at Venice. I have, I kind of expect one more location after this, uh, but it seems like Venice is going to be the core of the the rest of the game. Uh, I also uh, decided to pick up a Ratchet and Clank: Going Commando, mm-hmm. and I'm making my way through that. I've probably put almost 20 hours into it so far. Um, I'm right at the final boss, and I just can't beat the final boss. Oh wow. I am just like running out of ammo before I beat the final boss. Oh dang! So like I am just like at a loss. I don't really know what to do. Uh, the big thing is going from like the first one to this one is this is where they did add like like uh, the experience and leveling up your guns and and that stuff. So I'm like, I guess I can just kind of grind it out and just try to like get more guns, but like there doesn't seem like a great way to like cheat the system and get like bolts easily Mm. enough so like this one i'm i i'm gonna try to to grind for a few more hours but at a certain point i'm gonna feel very satisfied even if i don't beat the game Mm. i don't know if i need to beat this game to feel very satisfied and feel like i enjoyed it as i said like i'm at the final boss and i'm just like i'm i'll get it down to a quarter health and i'm like i have like no ammo left i don't really know what to do now so Mm -hmm. Uh, And then also this week, I started playing Infamous. Nice. And I am really liking this game as well. Oh, I love the first Infamous. It's my favorite one. Uh, It's such an interesting game. It is, yes. Uh, Because it's like a third-person cover shooter. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, But like you have like lightning powers and like you're just you're basically shooting like a like a gun, but instead you're shooting like lightning powers. And I I just that's fascinating. But then there's like all this traversal stuff that I'm unlocking. And I'm like, this is kind of like like an earlier like sunset overdrive. Oh,
0: yeah. Where you're like grinding Grinding. on the fucking rails and shit. Yeah. Like I love the original infamous. I two is still a good game. I just didn't enjoy it as much. And I think it's because Mm -hmm. I don't like the city in the second one much it's like fake new orleans oh interesting uh and i just like yeah that the water that it added and stuff like i wasn't like a huge fan and mm-hmm. like the way the buildings were set up but the first one no yeah i uh i, li- I like the first one a lot still uh cole the main character is n- not great uh yeah i mean he leaves some stuff to be desired but i think the plot goes really cool places at the end i'm only
1: like, like three four hours in so like i I mean, like it's an interesting setup where he's like a delivery guy, and he gets like mm-hmm. there's like a bomb, and now he has like superpowers. Uh, so that's interesting. But like the character himself, like I, because I played Second Son first. That was my first experience with infamous. And like going from Cole to uh, Delson,
0: yeah, Delson Rowe. Um, it, I
1: I don't really see what the big deal is there. I mean, like Cole is nothing spectacular he's not a great character anyway so and like delson delson wasn't that great either but he had like some really fun powers as well i thought he did yeah um and that was a very small open world game
0: mm-hmm. from
1: what i remember i think you could beat the whole thing in like 10 15 hours
0: oh way less than that you could probably beat that game in like four hours yeah they,
1: it, it was probably about the same size as like spider-man miles morales
0: mm-hmm. uh
1: which n- now that I'm talking about Second Son, I still think about like shaking the the controller. Oh, for the spray paint? Paint? Hell, Hell, the, yeah. the spray paint, yes. I know that has nothing to do with the first infamous. But I just, <laughs> whenever I think of infamous, I always just think of that because I was like, oh, this is awesome, yeah. That, that is still like that. Oh, which I mean, I, I think it says a lot about that game that like that's the most uh, that's the most memorable part of that game. Uh, but for the first infamous, as I said, I am like, this game is just like, it's made for me. It's just like a third person shooter, but like you have like this weird superpowers and then it's got like the grinding and it's got like a little bit of like a sunset overdrive in it. So I'm like, I very much look forward to playing more of this game and, uh, kind of seeing what else I can kind of unlock. So, Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, that's basically all I've been playing. Um,
0: uh, so yeah, I played a lot of things Two of them I completed 100% of Ooh. Uh, So I will start off with Ratchet and Clank a Rift Apart And first, I'm going to destroy Sony And I don't understand what the fuck they are doing over there I Every single first party Sony game I have played on the PS5 Has broken in some spectacular way I had AstroBot crash to the desktop or to to the UI. I submitted the bug report and then it started playing again on its own and like got in this weird crash loop, which like that's insane for the game that is downloaded on your fucking PS5. I had Miles Morales break during a boss fight near the end where I couldn't do anything and had to literally unplug the PS5. It was so fucked up. Cause you couldn't even get back to the UI returnal is still broken and that you can't get some trophies, but like with the, uh, if you were wearing the pre-order suits, you couldn't interact with most objects in the game. Like it, it, that game was wildly fucked up and was crashing all the time for people, whatever ratchet and clank. I had fuck up twice in the same way. And it wasn't even like a normal thing. So I would die And instead of respawning me, the screen would just stay black. And if you hit the PlayStation button, it would bring up the UI, but you couldn't move off of Ratchet and Clank. And you couldn't go back into Ratchet and Clank either. But you could hit the button on the PS5 to try to put it into rest mode. And it would stay trying to go into rest mode forever. And so I had to unplug it twice and both times it corrupted my save and had to pull the last time the save from the cloud the last time it had uploaded, which was the last time I had started a play session. So I lost an hour of progress twice. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, this has not happened with any other PS5 title for me other than Sony published PS5 titles. Mm-hmm. How? your games should be QA'd more than third-party games. Like, you should make sure that this shit does not happen. And then to top it off, I deleted Ratchet & Clank after I got the Platinum so that I could save the space. And if you have the fucking disc in the drive when the game is uninstalled, it tries to download a 33-gig patch every time the PS5 turns (laughs) on from sleep. (laughs) That is insane! That is so bad! What the fuck?! And then I finally, I was finally like, what the fuck is causing this? I deleted the game. What is it trying? Why? And then I realized the disc was in the drive. I took it out. And now it does not try to download a 33 gig patch every time I turn on the fucking PS5. But like Sony, come on, man. Like is horizon going to be like that? You guys can't, this cannot be, it cannot be. I get if your game crashes, I get it. The fact that I literally had to unplug the fucking console twice is crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, not just that, but like saves got corrupted and then Oh that too. And then on the like I didn't have these other bugs, but Scott, like in the arena, he was falling through the fucking world and like enemies would fall through the world and make it impossible to complete the arena challenges and mm. like people are getting stuck in geometry in weird ways where like I just come on, come on, (laughs) come on. Mm -hmm. I so like that's, that's a bummer. But like, other than that, I, I think ratchet and clank a rift apart is a great ratchet and clank game. Right. And what I mean by that is it is just that it, which is good and is fine. But I said this to you, I do not know that I will remember this game in a couple of weeks. Hmm. And I already sort of feel like that. And I, to me, that's a huge bummer because like I, this was one of the games I was most triple a games, at least that I was most excited about this year. And like, it looks incredible. It looks so good. And I played on the 60 frames a second mode with ray tracing. So like clank is all reflective. Their fur looks fucking nuts. Like everything about it looks beautiful. And I think it is a compelling plot. Like it continues where the last PS3 game left off. It doesn't continue from like the, the reboot of the first game or, uh, or anything like that. It is just a continuation. So they like refer to things that have happened in those PS3 games and stuff like that. And like, it's still charming. Like I ratchet and clank have a good rapport. Um, Jennifer Hale's performance as rivet, I think is the best part of that game. I think the parts with rivet are probably the best parts of that game. And I would say you probably play as Rivet for like, people made it seem like you play as her for like a majority of it, but I would say you play as her like slightly more than ratchet. So I would say probably like 60, 40 or like 55, 45. Um, Not, not like a huge amount, but definitely more so. Cause some of the planets, like the, the one you return to that has the arena, like you always play as Rivet in the arena. Hmm. So it's just like, okay, that makes sense. Um, and parts of some of the things I think are weird is, like, I, I do really like the puzzles, like, where you play as Clank, and I liked them in the, the second PS3 game where he, like, got his magic time powers as well. Like, I just like those. And Insomniac has this thing where, like, they'll just be like, do you want to skip these puzzles? And it's like, mm-hmm. no, this is, like, my favorite part of this game. Stop <laughs> asking me if I want to skip this. Like, uh, some of that stuff is just, like, I feel like they have no confidence in that design. Like, I think because the stuff in the original Spider-Man was not that great and like they allowed you to turn it off. And so they removed a lot of those puzzle elements from Miles Morales, all of them from Miles Morales. But like these aren't like that. Like these are well thought out puzzles that like aren't even that difficult. And it just seems so weird for them to be like immediately like you can skip this if you want. Did you know you can skip this? And it's like you you didn't even get a chance to fucking try the puzzle yet. Like, sure, if I got stuck for 15 minutes and then I'm like, I want to blow my brains out. Like, sure, maybe then I'll skip it. But to start off being like, you can skip this seems like it's such a weird thing.
1: Well, the remake had that as well, where you could skip the puzzles. Okay, Uh, so I think that's just kind of their thing, which I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing.
0: I do when you lead with it like that just shows you that shows you have zero confidence in what you have built.
1: I, I don't know if that or if that's, like, a Sony thing or, like, them just being, like, look. That's I'm definitely
0: just... not a Sony thing because no other fucking Sony game does that. Uh,
1: well, I, I don't know. Like, maybe they're just, like, some people buy these games, you know, for the shooting or whatever. So, it,
0: it, I, I, it should be, it, like, like, a menu option. The, of yeah, like That's what I think is, like, this is, like, The Last of Us and stuff like that where it has so many accessibility options. Mm-hmm. I would think that it would be one like that. Not right. like in the game, there being a button prompt saying like, you can skip this puzzle if you want. It's just really weird. Like you can slow the game down. Like the accessibility options are crazy. Mm-hmm. Like if you just like don't have the reaction speed, you can literally just like make the whole game slow motion or like have more health and stuff. And th- those options I do think are great. It's just like when in the moment sure. they're like, you should skip this or you can. It's just like, well, that that is a weird choice. Yeah. But that that's fine. Like, other than that, it is very much just, like, it is Ratchet and Clank. Like, it is not an evolution of what those games were. It is just that thing.
1: Do you think they can get away with this a little more because they haven't made a new one in, like... I- eight years? Yes,
0: I think I think it's
1: not even like probably more than yeah,
0: that. for sure. Like I think that I think that's why and I think a lot of people really liked it and like I really like sure. it too. Like I don't want uh, to undersell that like I, I enjoyed my time with it. Like I just played it straight through basically Um And yeah, I did really like it and it has some interesting guns and I think it does a good job of like showing that the PS5 can do graphically wild things um, and the guns do interesting things with the DualSense. The only thing that I thought was kind of a bummer is so like a lot of the guns, it's, it's like Returnal and we're like, the half trigger does something. And then if you push all the way through, it does something else. But for uh, there's a couple grenade weapons and it's just like, you can half hold it to aim and show where it's going to go or mm-hmm. fully do it to throw it. But you can also just hold L2 to aim.
1: Sure.
0: So it's just like, well, that one that's <laughs> like really half assed in it. I feel, but I get, I get it. I mean, there was nothing else they could have done for that, but um, like yeah, because a lot of the other guns, it's like you hold L to aim, but then the the trigger still does two different things. But right, right. Yeah, there were like three grenade-ish weapons where you like throwing something out like that that did that. But I yeah, the guns are fun, man. Uh, like the the secret gun in the game, uh, the Rhino, which is in a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember if Killing Commando was the first one it was in. No, it was in the first oh, one. Oh, it was in the first one, too? Okay. But yeah, you like open up a portal and stuff comes out, and there are a lot of fun surprises in this game mm-hmm. with what comes out of that portal. I really like that stuff, just like fucking around, seeing what it does. Um, There's there just so many stupid guns, man. Like a sprinkler that turns enemies into bushes, and then they take more damage. Uh, the pixelator, which uh, was mm-hmm. in the last game. Um, right. that, that's a fun one.
1: The Groovitron? is that bad? that isn't
0: it is not neither is the uh, sheepinator i was so i was so bummed that those two were not uh but yeah it, it, they're they're cool guns i don't want to spoil yes. all the new ones cuz that's part of the fun of playing ratchet and clank and i i really like the leveling up system still when they hit level yeah. 5 they transform into a slightly different thing and then there is like uh you spend rare to upgrade specific aspects of each weapon uh, and,
1: and, and then once you upgrade it you never use it again because like it's more fun to level up it's the more guns fun actually... to level
0: up the guns and see what's going on yeah and so like, this one in comparison to even the ratchet and clank re-releases that got trophies it's very easy like mm. you do not have to play a second time except for to get the two guns that cost one bolt the first time you go to a shop and the challenge playthrough so like you don't have to go through the challenge mode and even then like in challenge mode you can buy the omega versions of the guns and level them up five more times to ten so it's like one of those weird things where it's like they don't have you go all the way through that with the trophies uh but i heard there was like
1: like if you do replay it in like a new game plus like they add some new like gameplay elements
0: they do and so like yeah those those omega level guns to take it from five to ten but also i didn't know this there's a secret ending Um, Hmm. And I think that's bizarre that that's not one of the trophies because I'm going to look it up, actually, because I just found out about it earlier today because I I want to see that. Um, But, yeah, it is it is a fun game and it's like a third person shooter like those games are. It has fun guns and it looks really good. But it's just one of those things where it's like, yeah, I don't know, like there's nothing like it's just like in your face crazy about it. Like, it's just like, yes, I like ratchet and clank and yes, I liked this game, but it doesn't do anything to like set itself apart from the ratchet and clank game. I played on PS3, except for that. It looks a lot better. Uh,
1: it's like a very, it sounds like it's a very forgettable, great five out of five game.
0: Yes, for sure. Like, <laughs> and I, like i can't reconcile that in my brain because like i think about it and every time i try to talk about it it sounds like i hate it but like i really (laughs) like it and i think it's very good and people should play Uh it especially if you have a ps5 but then it's just like wow yeah like at the end of the year someone's gonna be like can you explain the plot of ratchet and clank to rift apart to you and i'll be like Mm -hmm. not even at all like not even a little bit it sounds like it could just like somehow even miss your top 10 just because
1: like the passion's just, not yeah. Here. like
0: And I, it's weird because like, I very much expected to like come out of this being like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Like I can't wait for another ratchet and clank game, but it's one of those things where it's like, if the next one is just like the same ratchet and clank thing again, like I'm not that invested in the ratchet and clank story, Sure. especially with where it's going now. Like I don't, mm-hmm. it feels like there is a point where like they have to do a specific thing but then i think if they do that thing that is the end of the franchise and i feel like every time every game at a certain point they bring it up and they're like "Ooh, i don't know that we should do that though and i'm like well you guys gotta do it at, like you gotta do it at some point like there has to be an ending to this plot mm-hmm. at some point and yeah it's just it's very weird so i don't know And like Insomniac's also making Spider-Man, so it's one of those things where like, do they keep? Yeah, do they do they keep making Ratchet and Clank forever, or do they eventually like make the plot end and reach this point that it feels like it should have reached two or three games ago? Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, I don't know. It's very weird.
1: Now, how would you feel if Spider-Man they did this Ratchet and Clank thing where like you have these items, and the more you use the
0: items, the more they level up? I think that would be okay, but like the core gameplay of Spider-Man, I guess I don't know that it really like fits fits, whereas like if it was Arkham Asylum or something, I think it would because Batman's all about like his weird gadgets and shit, right? Like he's like, oh, I threw the Batarang nine times and now it's like a fucking triple electrical Batarang or so. Like I could see that. Yeah, Spider-Man, I I would do it. I mean, I'm not saying no, I would I would try that, which maybe they can do that, right? Like maybe that's what like Miles does as opposed to what Peter does, you know? Uh, yeah,
1: I'm not saying they're going to do it. I'm just saying like Sunset no, Overdrive yeah. was the same thing. Yeah, it was the just same type of thing. To your gun, kind of like Ratchet and Clank. So.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, Ratchet and Clank: A Rift Apart is neat. Mm-hmm. It's my favorite PS5 uh, first party game. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you, really, you like it more than Astro Bot? I think it's a better game than Astro Bot for sure. Okay. Like just gameplay wise, and like sure. in terms of fun, it's also more right. Like yeah. it, it took me, I think. 16 and a half hours to get the platinum and that was a little bit of like traversing and stuff so it probably took me like two and a half hours after i beat it to get the rest of the stuff so probably like somewhere between 10 to 14 hours for most people depending on how how much trouble you have with it and stuff which like i that.
1: went in going like i think this will be a 10 to 15 yeah, hours and break.
0: that that's usually what they are right so sure. it's like even in that aspect it's like oh this is very much what i thought it would be right so mm-hmm. yeah it, uh, i liked it a lot and then I started Chicory, and this is my favorite game I played this year by, let's say, an insane margin. I also got the Platinum Trophy in this, and there was a point where I thought about smashing my controller into the TV because I needed four more collectibles in this giant world, and I was like, I don't know where they are. I'm so mad, even though the game will tell you near where they are. and I was like, I have looked through this area for an hour. I can't see where it is. And then I would have a moment of clarity and be like, oh my God, I can jump over there. I'm going to fucking freak out now. Uh, So anyways, Chicory, I played the demo of this at the first uh, summer games, steam fest thing uh, where they put out a bunch of indie demos and it is a game where you play as a dog. It could Mm -hmm. be a boy, could be a girl. But what I like about it is the game starts by asking you to type in what your favorite food is. And you're like, oh, why? And it's so that's the name of your character. And I did not want to write pizza because I thought that was too easy. So I wrote grilled cheese, which it let me do. But it does Mm. not display that in text boxes. So for the whole game, they would call me grilled ch. (laughs) Just grilled ch. And I could there was a point where I could have changed it. and I was like, no, it's too Mm -hmm. late. I'm grilled ch forever. That's me. I love CH. I'm I'm I, yeah, that's me. Grilled CH. We're here. Um, so yeah, you you play as a dog, and in the beginning it's like the world is all colorful, and you are the janitor for the wielder, which in their world, the wielder is a person who has the magic paintbrush, and they paint all the color in the world. And like they're a rabbit named Chicory, and you think they're fucking so cool and you love them, and all of a sudden all of the color is gone from the world. And you come upon the magic brush and you can't find chicory anywhere. And so you pick it up and determine that like, okay, I'm going to go try to find out what's going on. And you start painting and you can, so the whole world is black and white and you can paint anything. Uh, And it is so cool because it stays. everything you painted stays forever. Like it just stays there. And for the whole game, and I think that is something that is insane is that like what you color is there for the rest of the entire game. And like it saves upon like reboots and stuff like that. Um, but like, it's not easy to paint because you're using a fucking controller. I guess if you're playing it on PC, you could use a mouse and have a little bit more control. <laughs> um, But it's, it's very, it's very strange because It's just you feel like I'm so bad at painting, but everyone in the world is like, oh, my God, you're the best painter. I can't fucking believe how good you are at painting. And like Is
1: this is this the game or in real life, man? No, the game, the mind. game, I, the game. Are you yes. sure? Or like yeah, people I'm are positive. complimenting your no, painting No, people are life? not
0: complimenting my painting skills in real life. And I posted one of my drawings on Twitter because you can go to uh. art classes in the game and they give you these paintings that are like fucking like, oh, this looks amazing. And they're like, okay, you recreate this. And I was like, how? how do I do this with the tools I have? I painted a cat with a watering can, uh, watering his farm or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's just so funny because you're like, wow, this sucks. But all the people in the art class will be like, oh my God, you just like, you captured the essence of this fucking cat, man. It's so sick. Uh, How are you such a good artist? I can't believe it. And you're, it makes the game more fun because you're just like, oh, these poor people, they think I'm the best artist in the world. And I, I can't believe that. Um, but the the way the game works is on each screen, you have like a couple colors you can cycle between and you can f- quickly like paint and fill in things. And certain people will say like, oh, can you paint my house because it's not colored anymore? Can you like do these specific things? Um, and it's neat to try to puzzle out some of that stuff. Uh, but the core gameplay is it's basically like a zelda game kind of oh, uh but not necessarily without the combat it's like it's sort of like a metroidvania thing like each boss because there are boss battles that's the only combat and it's like really weird uh you're like you fight off this darkness uh and once you do that your bond with the brush will grow and you'll get new abilities like oh now you can paint on water or now you can basically play splatoon where you can like go into your paint and go way faster. So it just leads you like painting lines across every screen. So you can like fucking swim across or whatever. Uh, Eventually you can jump. Um, And stuff like that and so you get a you get a bunch of abilities to be able to like access new parts of the world or like oh this if you paint these patterns on walls you can climb up walls and swim up walls basically um and so like that part of it was like i hadn't played like a metroidvania style game like that in a long time and so i forget how much i love exploring new areas and using new abilities to like, go back to the same areas. Right. Uh And it is like that, like a link to the past, like style, like top down and you go from screen to screen. Okay. Uh And so I, I did really like it. And the thing that I think is the best about it is it has so much personality in a way that I just like made me smile the whole fucking time. Like you would get to a town and, and, you'd meet all these new characters and then you paint them to give them color. And you're like, Oh, I like how I painted this weird frog, man. Uh, and like, just everything about it is so sweet and charming and it's like trying to basically be like hey anybody can be an artist and like look i know that's not true i'm (laughs) not a good artist but it makes you feel good and warm and you're like yeah i painted that you know what and like you'll paint a whole screen and then sometimes there will randomly be a character shows up on that screen when you go back to it and you'll talk to them and they'll be like i came here just because of how sick people said your painting was of this area like i can't believe you colored this building like this you're my idol and you're like (laughs) oh you you dumb skunk man this is so dumb uh and like there's a lot of collectibles like you can collect clothing and just like dress yourself up however you want and like you can it's so stupid like you can wear a fucking beret with like a i i don't know with like a hoodie and there's there's uh, dozens and dozens of clothing options one of the side quests is you pick up litter Uh, and then everyone in the world for some reason that's the currency they're like oh please trade me your litter for this Mm. music box and you're like okay okay." um and you can place you get decor and you can place it down anywhere and paint it some people will be like i'm trying to have a party set down a bunch of chairs and paint them and you'll you'll do that and then they'll have a sick rooftop party uh with switches i see there were no switches (laughs) but i i wish there was um like one of the parts your your sister in the game is another cool dog and she will invite you to go get pizza and then mm. the pizza guy's like yo I heard you're the new wielder paint me a sick pizza logo and, and you just do weird shit like that all the time sure. and I I just I love that stuff um I think the hint system is excellent there are it's like uh, links Awakening where there are phone booths all around and you will use them to call your house and your mom will pick up and she'll be like oh you don't know where to go like and she'll give you a very surface level hint you'll see this hand reaching into the frame and she'll be like oh your dad wants to talk to you but you know (laughs) he like always tells you exactly what to do so like do you want to talk to him and if you do your dad is a raccoon but your mom's a dog and your dad will just like whip the phone over and be like do this (laughs) this is this screen it's like so sometimes he'll be like oh what you you have to go is three screens up and two to the left and you'll see this thing and like you got to do this thing so you never really like get stuck And if you do, it's very easy for you to be like, oh, I know what to do. Um, And even like when I beat the game, there are certain things where you'll call them up and they'll like walk you through how to do side quests until the only thing left to do is find the clothing. And then they'll be like, oh, there's clothing. You'll find it and it's like no i won't you have to i can't my brain i can't take it i've looked for an hour so what i ended up doing for that was i watched someone's playthrough on youtube at two times speed to see mm. when they picked up the pieces of clothing i was missing sure <laughs> sure and like for that and the litter there are people who will say like oh like in this area of the map there are two pieces of litter and i'm like i know there are i can't find them i did find them all and i really like that but it is it is a very charming game i think the music is awesome it's just like a fun good time like i just had fun the whole time going through it and it took me just as long as it did to beat ratchet and clank took Mm. me like uh, 14 hours a couple more with me just scratching my head being like i don't see anything and sometimes it's really hard because the screen is all white before you paint it and so, like, you'll see that you have painted on the screen and you've been through there and you're like, I, I can't see where the stuff is. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's just a fun, good time. And like, I, I, I really liked it. And I this one I will remember for a very long right. time because of yeah. how stupid <clears throat> all of my paintings were. And it, taking the art class is definitely my favorite one. Because in between them having you recreate things that they then put in a fucking museum to show how sick you are. They're like, oh, like, draw draw a friend. And mm-hmm. so I looked at a picture of my friend Calvin and I tried to recreate it. And it is the worst drawing of a human anyone has ever seen. But I was proud of it. And so, like, then those ones, they'll, like, hang up at these blank canvases in town. And they'll be like, oh, check it out. <laughs> uh, I also, one of them was draw something that embodies rage and i drew a printer on fire because i hate <laughs> working with printers at work uh so it's just it's a good time and like everything right. about it is cheery it does have some like more heavy like plot elements um like d- imposter syndrome and like burnout and stuff like that uh but it it is all good in the end and is about like you know make your own path have fun and i sure. i did i did really like it Always with the technical difficulties, Mm -hmm. but I was just talking, ending my chicory talk. I, it's, it's great. I loved it. I wish I had backed it on Kickstarter. Uh, My friend and coworker did, and I saw his name in the credits and I was like, oh man, my name could have been in the credits of this game. I love, but uh, I did not. I really liked it. And then I played two more games that I didn't play a lot of. I started to play Backbone, which is a... (sighs) side-scrolling adventure game where you play as a raccoon detective. And I was... I really wanted to play this game and really like it, and I just do not like it. And I played for like an hour and a half and my first play session. I think it's only four hours long, so I think I might go back to it just to beat it, but like... I don't know. There's something about it that I just don't... I, I don't know what it is, but something about it does not grab me. Like, the... The pixel art of it is beautiful, and I think it's a neat concept. But then like the text boxes are very bland and like very plain and have like no personality, so it looks mm. like they're like placeholder. But then also the controller support is just fucking broken. Like there will be scenes where you have to like move around clues. And with the controller, it will like get stuck on the first thing you pick up and then never allow you to move anything else and then you have to move over to the mouse uh and i it also was weird i should have known it was gonna be fucked up when i plugged in a playstation controller it moved every button mapping one to the left so like a on an xbox controller is to confirm right but on the playstation controller is making it square oh And I was just like, what the (laughs) fuck is going on? So I switched to my Xbox controller and it worked fine. But then I was still having issues with the like moving the hand Mm -hmm. around. Uh, But it gets dark really fast. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, you're Howard the raccoon and you're a PI. And then like 20 minutes in, you're finding a a club is chopping up bodies to sell the flesh illegally. And I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) this is our fun animal game, huh? Mm -hmm. And I was just like, what the fuck? It, It, it's very weird and it seems very linear as well. And so like, while I do think the world is interesting, it doesn't make it very fun to explore. I don't think. Um, so I was kind of glad it was on Game Pass. That's the moral of the story, sure. I, I, I don't know. Like it seems like it would be cool for someone, and like I, I wonder where the plot goes. Uh, all the reviews seem to say that it's paced really poorly, and the end comes very abruptly and is not satisfying at all. So it is um, out. It is out. Yeah, and I, like I said, I played an hour and a half, and like it doesn't seem like it's anywhere near a conclusion. Hmm. But like full playthroughs are saying they take four hours. Interesting. So like I'm almost halfway through and it does not feel like that at all unless maybe i'm just going really slow or something but i guess if the ending is as poorly paced as the reviews make it seem then maybe it just like kind of like jumps to the end without a real conclusion um but yeah it's interesting and like a lot of anthropomorphic games do that where like certain animals are like people are racist against them so like for some reason people don't like the raccoons like I guess something happened with the raccoons, and so like people don't trust them, and they have to like live in the the slums and can't go up to the like fancy high class area as often. And if they do, people treat them like shit. Uh, like dogs are one of the highest classes in their society. Uh, it, it it's very it's very weird, and I I find it to be interesting. But I, yeah, I it is not for me. I don't think like it's not it's not really grabbing me. Sure. Um, and then the other game I played a little bit of last night, I had never heard of before two days ago. And uh, people were like, it's coming out of Early Access and I really like it. And it's a fun Metroidvania and you should play it. And I said, all right, I'll play it. Uh, and it is called Ender Lilies it is a game where you play as a little girl in a white dress, who is the only one left in like a post-apocalyptic Japanese fantasy world. It's like very much like the aesthetic of dark souls, but in like a hand-drawn 2d side-scroller metroidvania. Mm -hmm. Um, And it it has like uh, elements of what the Castlevania games after symphony of the night did where you like beat the enemies and then capture their souls to okay. like do abilities it's not like it it, it is sure. only like that and that you get weird ghost souls but you do not the only from specific fights uh and then you can equip them but it is a metroidvania and i like the combat doesn't flow very well so far i'm only like an hour and a half in and i i don't know if it gets much better than that but like i i think the world is interesting it like it's one of those worlds where there's not really any characters in it to interact with. It's just like, you kind of woke up and for some reason the death rain uh, is raining down on your society and anything it touches, turns them into like a weird zombie type creature and they like lose themselves and you have to kill them. But for some reason you as a little girl, it didn't affect you. It seems like there's a whole thing with the church that you're a part of going on. And like the, first ghost spirit you get is a sword guy and he's like the main force of narrative. And you find these notes around, uh, but it looks very pretty. Um It is very hard. Apparently later on, I have not really found that yet. It takes a lot of elements from other Metroidvania games. Like it has like a similar healing system to hollow night. Uh, Mm-hmm. the the map stuff it takes a lot from um like symphony of the night you know like sure. they they all do they all they all crib from each other and it does really feel like that uh, i i think my main gripe with it would just be that the combat feels kind of like stilted mm-hmm. and like slow but i think that's on purpose i think it's supposed to have more like animation priority type stuff like dark souls style where it's like, oh, this is hard, but really, maybe it's just the mechanics working against you. <laughs> sure. Uh, so I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna continue playing it. I, I had a good time. People seem to really like it in early access. So. Are you playing
1: on uh, the PC?
0: Yes, I'm playing on PC. It is also on Switch. Switch. I don't I don't know that it's for anything else. I think it's only for PC. I, I
1: was looking it up while you were talking. It's coming out on PS4 and PS5, July
0: 6th. Oh, interesting. I wonder why the gap. Um, and then
1: Xbox uh, at a later date.
0: Oh, that's I don't get why things do that. Like, why? Well, Japanese like
1: they do not prioritize. Th- prior- that's that
0: true, is. but I still why would you even stagger it on the PlayStation? You know, yeah, what I like advice. why why would you prioritize the Switch on this game that was in early access on PC? You would think it would go uh, um, whatever.
1: Unless they just didn't have the money because I, I think you have to like pay extra for like the PlayStation. Oh
0: yeah, to for certification maybe. So, uh yeah, it's a, it's a fine like indie Metroidvania thing. Like hmm. I I hadn't played one in a long time. I mean chicory sort of is that so sure. i i got my fix on it but I, i'm enjoying it I, I will continue to chip away at it and we'll see if i lose steam or something but i i have enjoyed it um and then i didn't put it on here to talk about but i went buck wild and i played so many demos of indie games that i had on my indie game list for the steam next fest okay indie games are good matt i don't necessarily need to talk about them here uh, some mm-hmm. of them are maybe amazing and if they come out this year oh boy
1: uh, what would you say was, like, the big standout
0: for you, then? Um, well, The big standout for me was I didn't like Sable. <laughs> I was so bummed out by the Sable demo. That game needs a lot of work. I mm. don't, if it comes out this year, woof. And it's, I, I don't know if, like, I had a bad experience with it and it kept fucking up, or if, like, people forgave it. Every fucking, like, preview I've read of it says, like, sable's gonna be the game of the year based on the demo from like all these outlets and i'm like what Hmm. you're serious the game where i opened a chest and the money sound happened permanently until i quit the game twice weird so just like you open a chest and you're getting the money it's like going like like coins rustling forever (laughs) i couldn't get it to stop and i was just like what and like the climbing mechanic like i'm so used to like climbing mechanics being like so seamless and i would like get stuck on the edge of something and i would like fucking rapidly go back and forth up and down i was like man this is supposed to be a cool exploration style game with a neat art style and Mm -hmm. it is bumming me out (laughs) everything else about this is really cool i had it fuck up like a couple times where like i literally i so i have been filming myself playing these because i'm doing a new series on my youtube so that's what i was gonna say is you can over the course of the next couple weeks you want to see some of these demos i put them out there um, of me playing them um just because right now like with steam next fest people could play all these but i also like i back a lot of indies and i play a lot of weird shit that no one's ever fucking heard of so i Mm -hmm. think it's cool if people see them and go, oh, I would play this, uh, sure. you know, and like give them a wish list or something it makes, yeah. especially smaller indie developers feel very happy. Um, but yeah, Sable was a bummer. And I was like, am I missing something? I didn't even finish it where I finished all the other ones because mm-hmm. I thought it was bugged and like, I couldn't complete the task I needed to complete. And I was like, I can't play through this demo for a third time. I can't do it. Uh, yeah. but, but, but like in terms of quality, uh toem is a very interesting game it's a a black and white puzzle game based on like scandinavia where Mm. you like uh just do a bunch of weird solve a bunch of weird puzzles by taking pictures pokemon snap style like things hidden in the world Uh, uh one thing that does a lot for me in games is if it feels good immediately sure and when you're fucking demo for your game feels good immediately i'm basically in right away and that game just immediately i was like oh this feels good it knows i'm using a playstation controller like ooh, how do you do this how do mm-hmm. developers do this triple a developers can't do this uh so that that game is really neat uh that was also on like the double find day of the dev stream that one's been going around for a while uh one that was announced at e3 dodgeball academia a dodgeball rpg that was sick uh, i like that a lot um wolf stride also was a a mech turn-based fighting game that is very stylized and well animated i thought that one was neat uh in theory all of these games i've mentioned are supposed to come out this year uh, i do not think they all will right especially indie games especially man they fucking throw a dart at a dartboard and hope you hit the target
1: well and, and they they typically don't have like like the pressures of like yeah. corporation uh-huh. and shareholders being like, we need to make money.
0: Although they do have the own pressure of like, well, I need to eat. Yeah. I need to eat. Like I got to put this out soon. Uh, and some of these are like, uh, dodgeball academia is being published by humble games. So mm-hmm. like they have no issues. <laughs> like they're going to sure. be fine. Also their game seems mostly complete. So that's the one where I feel like, ah, oh, this might actually come out. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I played Lake, the game about delivering mail in the small town. I really liked that, even though that is not for everyone. That is a slow-ass game. Mm. Uh, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I played a lot of things. Brock, Brock the Investigator. You, uh, It's a point-and-click adventure game where you play as an alligator PI, but then when you push a button, it turns into a beat-em-up. So sometimes <laughs> you can solve a puzzle by, like, I can't get by this thing change it punch it right in the face oh you okay. solve the puzzle and awesome. like i think that's <laughs> just such a weird thing it was also fully voice acted which i was not uh, expecting um oh. and that is another world like backbone except i was more interested and had more fun playing the demo mm-hmm. which the demo took me just as long to beat as how much i played backbone
1: sure
0: and then it was over and i was like oh what plot plot, uh, plot twist cliffhanger action so I'll, I'll play brock the investigator when it comes out uh it's fucking sick um yeah so like a lot of them i really enjoyed sable sure. was the only one where i was like ooh, this is making me unselling me on this game.
1: if it comes out and it reviews very well will you get it
0: yeah i think i will like i just i just i might have to watch gameplay first because if it's one of those things where it's still doing the weird climbing shit that it was doing for me it's like when your game is about exploration if the exploration feels weird and is bugging out like that's your whole thing like you got and the second time i opened that chest and the coin noise wouldn't stop Mm -hmm. i was like what what the fuck because you have to go through the unskippable opening to get back to that point and it took me like 10 minutes and i was like again and so I just didn't open any chests the whole time I played through it. <laughs> sure. Until, the, until near the end, I was like, oh, well, this is a way different chest. And I did, and it sort of did it. And I was like, oh, this is a Weird. different chest. So I just think maybe, the, hopefully it was like a way earlier build. That's what I'm sure. hoping. But yeah, it's a pretty, it's a, Sable's a pretty game. Um, the art style's wild. But yeah, I, play, I played a lot of demos. Um, and I'm going to keep trying to do that at least one a week, I think, so.
1: How long is this demo thing going on then?
0: Uh, it's over now, but I I have many more demos that I will play. Oh, okay. outside of the Steam Next Fest thing. I was just trying to cram sure. as okay. many as I could because they were limited time demos. And I was like, oh, well, I should try these. But I, oh boy, I got demos for days for kid games I have kickstarted, the indie games I've been watching for like four years.
1: So it, it's your own demo derby.
0: It is uh yeah i called it a demo demonstration because i mm-hmm. needed a catchy alliterative name sure sure i mean
1: alliteration is your number it, one rule it's most my things. number
0: one rule for most things if it's to, I, I don't care if it sounds bad is does it mm-hmm. have alliteration i mean that is your your only rule
1: for um uh what is uh ultimate muscle
0: it is yes it has to alliteration for all <laughs> your character names otherwise why are we even doing this uh-huh. uh yeah so i i played a lot of different things like uh, when you play like 15 demos and they all take over an hour a piece, it's a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. I So, yeah. So,
1: yeah. So that's, that's,
0: that's how you spent your birthday. That's so, how I spent my birthday. I was playing, playing, playing demos, demos of games and they were fun, man. Yeah. I, a lot of them were very good. And I was just mm-hmm. like, you know what? I hope all these come out this year because that's cool. If they do. Yeah. hmm uh so yeah that'll do it for what we have been playing i played a lot that was two weeks worth i guess
1: so yes that was two weeks worth so (laughs) uh manny i need you to pick one two or three i'm gonna pick two you always pick the one in the middle i'm sorry (laughs) i I don't know if you figured this out yet uh, i have not (laughs) i'm pretty sure you picked three and then you picked two or three the last time shit um so uh, one thing that I remembered existed that I forgot existed before was challenge was a thing. Oh yeah. So I I, I then went through and put put all these uh, brackets. Oh okay, I was gonna challenge. say. Uh, so
0: people use Smash.gg now for a lot of that stuff. Uh, well, but this that like, is more actually for fighting game terms.
1: Yes. Uh, so I am going to shuffle the bracket. Oh shit uh initially i set it up for a double elimination i was like no that's
0: not no fair. that takes no. too long
1: no forget that like n- this forces us to have to like make tough choices make tough choices that's fair uh so then i was like you know what this is what we're gonna do uh so all right manny this one is very much going to be for you okay it is a square enix
0: oh boy They've put out some real hot games. So I, I
1: tried my best to find like the the, the top thirty-two Square Enix games. Uh, well, I, you know what, thirty-two notable games. I don't know if I'd call them the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so um, let me know when you're in there, and you can kind of see what what I see.
0: I do not know where I am.
1: Um, it didn't take you to.
0: No, did you send me something in Discord? Sorry. I did. Oh, okay. I did not have Discord open. That's why. Okay. <laughs> Where that else would I send it, it, Manny? Look, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I was like, Is it in this spreadsheet? Is it somewhere else?
1: Okay. Oh, that's fair. I could have put it in the spreadsheet.
0: Uh... Uh, okay. Okay. I now see you see these things. Up? I do. Yes. Okay.
1: Uh, so as I, I, I as I said, I sorted this. So like, however it came out, this that's how it came out. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first matchup we have here is Oninaki
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, versus uh, Dragon Quest Heroes.
0: Yes, this one is easy, I think. I mean, you probably know nothing about most of these games, which I think is really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would say Dragon Quest Heroes in this case. Oninaki okay. is one of the Tokyo RPG Factory uh, games, it's the one that had. Oh, no, this was the third one. Sorry, I get the second one. I get Lost Sphere and Oni mixed up. Uh, this was the best one out of the three games that they put out, probably, where you like play as like the girl with the Grim Reaper thing. Uh, mm. But still, somehow, they managed to make a forgettable story, which is the only thing that matters when you're making your SNES RPG. <laughs> uh, and Dragon Quest Heroes was... Obviously a Dynasty Warriors game um, yes. that had a lot of the Dragon Quest protagonists in it. But I, what I think is cool about Dragon Quest Heroes is it changed a lot of stuff. Like it's one of the first games where they started adding different mechanics to their like spinoff Dynasty Warriors games. So like it added huge bosses and then like they would be weak to specific magic types. Mm -hmm. And that has like since then carried over to a lot of Dynasty Warriors games, and it actually like adds more depth to them. Which, you know, depending on who you ask, is a good or a bad thing. But um, it is definitely better than Oninaki. I will say that. Okay,
1: Uh, and uh, I will trust your opinion on that because I have a very little opinion on either of those games. (laughs) Uh, The next one, I think I already know where it's going to go. No question. Uh, it's super mario rpg versus lost Sphere, so yes. i'll just i'll just move lost fear um, oh, uh, forward yeah the so day.
0: The, super mario rpg one of my favorite games of all time it is mm-hmm. the first rpg that did the like action combat shit where it's like oh it's turn-based but if you push the button at the right time mario will punch a second time sure uh and shit like that or you can jump <laughs> again um Mario, Super Mario RPG is still one of the most charming games of all time to me, and it still is baffling that it even exists because it uh-huh. is uh, Square Soft back in the day, making a Mario game and making it a fun RPG that has new characters like Mallow <laughs> and Geno. Uh, and it even had the the final boss from Final Fantasy two in it i can't remember what one clues is from but the secret boss in that (laughs) game is a final fantasy boss and i still think that's funny yeah that Uh, is interesting and lost fear is a tokyo the second tokyo rpg factory game where you are in mechs that should be my shit dude Mm -hmm. somehow they fucked it up i don't get it man i don't get how they fuck it up I Um, they're going to make another game and it's going to disappoint me again. I'm going to be like, can you be disappointed at this point? I I guess not anymore. Like, yeah, now I know to expect, but it's baffling that they can't seem to like even make one that is like mostly competent. Somehow they fuck up like the basis of the thing they're trying to recreate. And that blows my mind open.
1: Um, well, I think it shows how how much harder it is to make those. Like how much harder it was to make those old games than people realize.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that's that's for sure. There's there's a reason that a lot of those older Square games are still uh, put on a pedestal today.
1: Yes. So uh, this next matchup breaks my heart because oh, I really like. I Jeez. really like fortune street, but it is not going to be chrono trigger. Chrono
0: trigger is my favorite game of all time. And fortune street is certainly a video game. Uh, it's a
1: fun video. It game. is.
0: It's monopoly with stocks and yes. like, I it's fun to play and it takes yeah. way too long. And someone should tell them that it makes me sad that it's the only one that came out in the U S the one on the Wii. Like mm-hmm. they made a new one a couple years ago. Um, and it was Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest characters and it only came out in Japan. I was really hoping uh, for our friend Jumbo's sake that it would come out here, but it just it did not. And they never had any mention of like, oh, maybe it'll come out in the US, like not even once. So I just think it. I bet that game sold like shit. And I bet the only reason it sold semi well was because it had Mario in it. Sure. Uh, I- but, yet no, it is fun and like it has a lot of unlockables in it. Like, you can like dress your weird avatar people. It had online play uh, back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. Like, they put a lot of effort into it, and I thought it was a good try to like have it break into the US market, but it failed.
1: Yeah. Which I mean, like, I don't. Also, releasing it on only the Wii, which I know the Wii was a very popular yeah, system, yeah, yeah. but like, I... at the same time, like, I don't know if that's a game that like casual. Gamers, or whatever no, I, 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 I don't. So, I like, don't think
0: so. So, like, I, I don't.
1: I kind of wonder if they did release like a PlayStation Four version. How it would
0: have, yeah, been. and like that. That's what the the newest one was, and sure. it was like, oh, that actually I think could do well, especially sure. if you like release it digital only, make it like twenty bucks. Like, and, I, I, I think I, people would have bought that. Yeah. And like, it's not
1: like it has like a heavy narrative. So there's a lot. No, there's of, there's like, literally
0: there's literally no narrative. In fact, so, <laughs> so I guess
1: yeah. Uh, so I don't know uh it seems like it would be uh like low risk probably low reward but like if you could at least recoup some money i mean like why not but mm-hmm. whatever um but yeah as we said it's not beating chrono triggers so no it not does not matter no it uh, does not
0: matter uh,
1: this next one is an interesting one final fantasy 10 mm-hmm uh, versus life is strange i did put in a lot of final fantasy so I, yeah, like, yeah final yeah. fantasy 10 is not the only final fantasy no since. no no uh
0: and it makes uh, sense um,
1: um yeah i mean like final fantasy is square enix oh for sure yeah lines,
0: yeah, so. yeah it is uh so this one is is weird because i do like both of these games mm-hmm. um
1: i would lean life is strange but i've also never played yeah
0: final i would d- I, in this case i would lean final fantasy 10 even though mm-hmm. i don't like most of the characters in it i think it is maybe the final fantasy with the best gameplay okay uh because it does a lot with the turn-based rpg stuff that makes the game better to play like uh the way the leveling up system the sphere grid works is like you can heavily customize each character to be how you want them to be uh it shows like the turn order So like, you know, in which order they're going to attack and who you can interrupt and delay. Oh, I like I like when games do that. Yeah, I I like that a lot. And that was one of the first games I remember. It was like a PS2 launch game. Basically, it came out in the launch window very soon after. And like for that time, it was wild. It was the first Final Fantasy game to have full voice acting. Um, And that was a big deal. Like I do, I do really hate a lot of the characters, and like Waka is a racist piece of shit in the story, and like no one tells him to fuck off enough ever, and that always upsets me. Uh, But yeah, it 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 has a lot of content too. Like that game has so much extra content in it that it's insane, Um, and it just it does it does a lot with what it's got. And I, I Square Games, especially those early Square Soft games on the PS2, man, Final Fantasy X and Kingdom Hearts, like they were so well thought out and put together sure. everything after that, man, <laughs> everything after those, they merged with Enix. Oh, I have thoughts about their which merger is, with Enix,
1: which is weird. Cause like,
0: I highly doubt like that team changed much. No, it's just like, they started doing weird stuff. I think with a lot of, and what's strange is it did not affect dragon quest. Right. Dragon Quest still stayed solid throughout where it was like the square side of things that started to suck more for me.
1: Well, the the other weird thing about Dragon Quest is like they really haven't changed a lot. They really ha- they
0: really haven't changed a lot, but they've started making a lot of spin-offs and stuff and like a lot yes. of those are good. But like what's weird about Dragon Quest is like they just knew the formula and like well, they it, were right. able to just like, hey, this thing you like, like in the way the new Ratchet and Clank is kind of is like we made this thing that you like But we made a lot of it. I hope Mm -hmm. you're hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, like the
1: most recent Dragon Quest was just like, hey, here's just like a really old school JRPG. It's like, it is. Yeah,
0: and it's like big and beefy and like has a lot of content. Whereas like newer Final Fantasy games, like sometimes they're just like, oh, we got to do the most weird experimental bullshit. And it's like, do we, can't we save this for a side game? Can we like focus on making this game not suck, please? and they just don't do that i even the new final 16 looks like experimental as fuck for what a final fantasy is in a cool way at least this time for me but i you know i'm i'm always weary of their games now because i'm just like Mm -hmm. uh, what are we doing Uh, here but all right
1: uh since like i know you've definitely played life is strange and final fantasy 10 i pushed uh final fantasy 10 ahead uh, because you know uh, i do really like life is strange though uh it is yeah same it is uh, just a very well-made, uh, you know, point-and-click adventure game or graphic novel, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it. It really feels like they just kind of took that Telltale formula but then just like did better with it.
0: Yeah. And like that rewind mechanic yes. uh, does a lot for that game. I think like, I think it adds a lot to the puzzles and like how you do things. So. And, and
1: like the story itself has a lot of great twists and turns mm-hmm. throughout. Um, yeah. It definitely has one very shocking moment. I think in episode four
0: with the Ye- teacher.
1: Yes, I believe so. Uh, where you're like, Whoa, I didn't see this coming with no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah. Um, I, I it, it's definitely one of my like my favorite uh, graphic uh, novels,
0: but like I'm still not
1: like a huge graphic novel guy. And some of the stuff was pretty cringe with that game anyway.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, I still think about the, the tasty uh, plasma when she's talking uh, about the plasma TV and she's talking about yes. how much she loved the movie Final Fantasy, the spirits within. And I was like, no one liked the movie Final Fantasy, the spirits within no one. This is not a real character. There was
1: also that line with like smoking. There's something about getting high. And it was just like, no kid would ever say. this. Oh, I'm sure.
0: Like it, Uh, especially in the early parts of that game, it's like adults in their mid forties who are trying to write what they think college kids are like Mm. without ever consulting someone that age or near that age ever. I, yes.
1: Uh, Which, I mean, it wasn't even college. It was high school, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, because it was a boarding school or whatever. But yeah, it's just like we didn't consult any kids and none of us have kids apparently, so we don't know what they sound like.
1: And, and and like a lot of the kids were very pretentious, but then it it was yes. like in art
0: school. It was an art school, but it still it was, was all, just like yeah, some yeah. of it was like, ooh, did yes. we? We asked no one about this. I don't. Know. And we
1: asked no one, and then like when I guess when they did get it more right, the like kids were a little pretentious, and you're just like, I don't really think I would like anybody going to this. No, school. yeah uh so but um no i i i did like life is strange but like is you really like final fantasy 10 and i did pick that one because i knew it was one of the more popular ones
0: that mm. people generally liked so it's been re-released on literally every console that exists they keep putting out final fantasy 10 again uh-huh. i don't know how they're they're at least they're out of platforms now so.
1: sure well for now
0: for now soon someday now. <laughs> someday square will sell it to you again for 40 bucks uh-huh.
1: Uh, the next matchup is uh, Secret of Mana mm-hmm. uh, versus Valkyrie Profile 2.
0: Yes, so these are both excellent games. Valkyrie mm-hmm. Profile 2 is a PS2 game, and Secret of Mana is a Super Nintendo game. Now, Secret of Mana, that was like one of the first like action RPGs. It was one of the first right? action RPGs, so that's what I'm, I would say Secret of Mana, um, because okay. I, th- I think a lot of action RPGs took like what they are now from that game. Um, And it was just cool because at the time it was like, whoa, what is this? Yeah. Like an Uh, action
1: RPG was just like not heard of.
0: Yeah. And like that game recently got remade and that remake was (laughs) not great. Sure. But Valkyrie profile is still wild. Like the, the way your choices matter and they don't really tell you how they matter. Mm -hmm. uh is still insane i didn't play much of valkyrie profile 2 and also it costs a shitload now Mm -hmm. and they do not re-release them for some reason um i played more of the first one and the remake of the first one on psp but uh it, it is interesting like Side-scrolling, like platforming sections, kind of. But uh, yeah. Valkyrie Profile is one of the more unique battle systems in RPGs too, where it's like sort of like uh, if you remember what Indivisible was like recently. I was just gonna say like, there was a game similar that came out, that was very similar. yeah. So it's like each character is map to a face button and like you push them in certain times with certain directions to do specific skills and like keep combos going. Um, Indivisible, I think did a very poor job of replicating how good that is in Valkyrie profile and Valkyrie profile Two, which is a bummer. And I think, I don't know why square doesn't re-release them because like people who like those games, love those games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so it seems weird that, I mean, maybe because they re-released one on the PSP that burned them because who the fuck had a PSP? Sure. And now they're just salty about it. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I still would say Secret of Mana just in terms of like, you know, that's a classic. You know. Sure. Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, this next matchup, I didn't know which star ocean to pick because, like, I don't know anything about Star Ocean. Uh, I mean, so. we could say the first one. Okay. I uh, just be happy that Nukio doesn't listen to this podcast. I suppose because he would probably be like, "What?" <laughs> uh, but we have a Star Ocean going up against Bushido Blade, which Bushido Blade is a game that I know we both really like. I do really like
0: Bushido Blade.
1: It <laughs> is like... It, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's a fighting game, but it's
0: like every... Like, one-hit kill. Basically, yes. Or, like, if you get hit in the limb and it's not a fatal blow, you, like, can't sure. use the limb anymore. Uh-huh. Uh And, like, yeah, you can like get on the ground and not get up in some cases it's just it's really funny uh i think the first uh-huh. one is more fun than the second one the second one yes. maybe added slightly too many mechanics and like weapon types and stuff there's a reason why I yes. think we should, like, one. yeah like yeah i did not have to uh yeah it's really funny uh-huh. still uh there was a game that actually came out recently on steam that was like very close to Bushido Blade. I, ca- I can't remember what the fuck it was called. Eris played it on stream and mm. enjoyed it, but like there's only so much you can like play that single player and like enjoy oh, yeah. it, I think. Um, yeah, so Bushido Blade is interesting. Star Ocean is a franchise that when I think about it, it makes me sad because they have just absolutely run it straight into the dirt. Star Ocean 5 is one of my least favorite JRPGs of all time. Wow. 4 was not great. Three is Nukio's favorite game of all time, and I like it. A lot of Star Ocean fans hate it, though. Interesting. Uh, People do not like that game because of the plot twist. I think the plot twist is fine. I enjoyed it. Uh, Two is probably widely considered the best one, and one is just a good JRPG. It was on the Super Nintendo in Japan, but it was on the PS1 here. Um, And it's been remade a bunch of times, imported to like PSP, Vita. And things like that. And it is very good. Uh, I, I do like it. And it is like one of the first probably sci-fi RPGs out there. Mm. Um, so Outside like,
1: of Chrono Trigger.
0: Yeah. But it, this one is more like you're on a spaceship and like you have like sure. laser guns and shit like that. Uh, so a little bit more sci-fi in that regard. But it, it, it is good. And it holds up still, I think. Like uh, sometimes you'll go back to like older JRPGs like that. And especially ones that are more like cult classics and you're like oh this must have been a place and time thing star ocean one i you know i guess i can't say because a lot of them were remakes that i had played more recently sure. so i don't know if they like had changed some of the mechanics and stuff uh see i i feel too biased in this list because i will always go a jrpg over a non-jrpg probably uh, if
1: if that's where you're heading like because like we've played bushido blade but we like had, as like a fun like yes. like a fun party game like but if you are talking like what's the better game game I, if you want to say star Ocean, in that then...
0: case i would say star ocean one yes okay. uh
1: uh this next one uh this next one's probably a hard one for oh, you, i'm gonna
0: um. i'm gonna hurt i'm gonna hurt <laughs> people out there
1: with this one uh it's kingdom hearts 2 versus near automata Look.
0: and uh, <laughs> I know P- K- Kingdom Hearts fans love Kingdom Hearts 2, uh-huh. and I am a huge proponent of saying that Kingdom Hearts 2 ruined the Kingdom Hearts franchise. I, <laughs> I love it, but it is where it so completely jumped the shark that it was beyond repair. Uh, because, like, Kingdom Hearts 1, I think, is a pure good versus evil story. Like, it was fine. And then the Game Boy Advance game that came out after it sort of started fucking it up. Kingdom Hearts 2 really just put the knife in it and said, we have to make this as convoluted as possible. Get out there and there are those people who say, boy, you've never experienced true action RPG combat until you've played this on the hardest difficulty. Those people can go fuck themselves. I'm sorry, (laughs) you're wrong. It is not the best action RPG combat that has ever been made. We got to stop saying people have to stop saying that. I can't take it. Anyone who says that, I can't take them seriously. And people say it all the time. Uh, Maybe
1: this isn't the right time, but like, what would you say is the best?
0: I don't know, but it's not Kingdom Hearts 2. I will say that. Uh, And Nier Automata, on the other hand, is insane because it shouldn't have come out because it was a sequel to a game that me and five other people played. Mm -hmm. Technically a prequel. Uh, uh, No, it is a sequel. It does both. I don't know. It's weird. Uh, and it is There's not many timelines. It is. It is not a great action game, but it is the last maybe good action game Platinum made, in my opinion, uh, that they worked on um, with Square.
1: Oh, that they worked on with Square.
0: I just mean in general. Well, because like they did make that Switch one that people like. Oh, Astral Chain is okay. All right, I'll give it. I think Nier's combat's better than Astral Chain. I,
1: I'm not saying Astral Chain's on yeah, yeah, like that, that Nier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nier was like like game of the year. for a, In like one of the best years for video games of all time, it was like game of the year. Yeah, and I'm I'm
0: saying Platinum's doing some whack shit now. Sure. Where's Bayonetta 3? Uh, but yeah, after after Nier and Astral Chain, I don't know what the fuck they're doing, man. Babylon's Fall. Ugh. Gross looking. Uh, but Nier Automata, yeah, it's like Existential Crisis the video game, and mm-hmm. uh, it has a lot of plot going on. The fact that they let Yoko Taro make it is still blows my mind. I don't know how. He had to have some serious blackmail on someone at that company because the original Nier sold no copies, and they let him make this. It just, today or yesterday, passed the 5 million worldwide sale milestone. Mm-hmm. For a game Good. like this, that's an impossibly huge number. That is good for them. And that's crazy and for some reason they combine those sales with the new one every time they talk about it. And they're like the near franchise has reached 6 million and it's like well no mm-hmm. Aud- automata reached 5 million and replicant reached a million sure we can't keep combining these to make <laughs> it sound better like I, I get it also replicant is newer it came out a couple months ago like give it some time everybody okay
1: although replicant selling a million is a really it's still good, it's still no- good
0: is, yes yeah. and also being a remake of a game that I don't think it holds up and most people probably wouldn't like sure to be honest um, and replicant doesn't do that much to change it you know uh, but, yeah, Automata is, like, good action combat, even though it's, like, pretty simple. It is, I will say, probably the last great Platinum release because they have not released anything stellar since then. Um, sure. And a lot of a lot of what makes Nier special is the square side of it. Like, it is Yoko Taro doing his weird bullshit. Um, yeah, and it's weird that, like, the action,
1: which is Platinum, is known for is kind of weaker in this game it is to yes. a lot of other platinum games uh-huh. so, like it's weird it's weird how this game played out yeah but. i uh,
0: near automata is a fucking anomaly and just the mm-hmm. fact that square even greenlit it like i remember it was the year first year they square did a press conference and it seemed like high schoolers putting on a powerpoint in like an auditorium and they literally, all they showed from Automata was a PowerPoint slide that said we're making a new Nier. And I was like, wait, really? And like I was excited, and everyone I was with was like, what's Nier? And I was like, uh, you know, it's better that we don't ask. Uh, let, let him make it. And Yoko Taro came out with his weird helmet on, and people were like, what the fuck is this guy? And I was like, oh boy, he's up to his antics here again. How did they allow this to happen? Uh, but they did, and I hope they continue to let Yoga make cool stuff. That's my hot take.
1: So, all right. I, I pushed uh, Automata. Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, this next one I think is going to be a pretty easy decision, for us, maybe. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, the first one uh, The Quiet Man versus Dragon Quest Builders, which Dragon Quest Builders is a very interesting game. It is. <laughs> The Quiet
0: Man's an interesting game. What are you talking about, man?
1: They're actually both fascinating in their the own Quiet way. The Quiet Man like...
0: is more than fascinating. It <laughs> is like there should be studies done on The Quiet Man. Just specifically why it was made, why, why it, it was greenlit. How is it allowed? How, is it allowed? Like, how did it get to the state it was at when it was finished and someone said, yeah, this is good, push it. Get how
1: it did there. someone
0: pitch this and Square Enix was like, yeah, let's make this. Yeah, we got to publish this. this is, it's time. Thank you. We have to make the Quiet Man. It uh-huh. must be done. The story must be told. Uh, so I think it goes without saying. Dragon Quest Builders is like a Dragon Quest charm it, and like world and music. It's and it's Minecraft, Minecraft together. It's
1: it's Minecraft with direction, mm-hmm. and then it's got like the Dragon Quest stuff built into it. It's it's very interesting, and I think there's a lot to it. I I never really thought it it didn't seem like it was anything for me because I don't mm-hmm. really enjoy building. But like I do know, there's a lot of people that like Dragon Quest Builders,
0: and, and uh, they made a sequel to it, and they did not make a sequel to The Quiet Man. And, and like Dragon Quest Builders is an actually good game. Yes. Also. So we we will move Dragon yes. Quest Builders up, but I got to talk yes. about The Quiet Man for a minute. Yeah. Okay, I have I ahead. have watched a full playthrough of this game, uh-huh. and it is it is so baffling. Like the concept of the game is you are someone who is deaf. And the beginning five minutes have sound in our voiced. And then all of a sudden it is not anymore. And that is the purpose of the game is for it to be no sound because you're deaf. Like you're experiencing it from him, but it seems like the game is broken (laughs) Mm -hmm. because you're like, it had sound and now it doesn't did something fuck up. But no, it just doesn't have sound design, which like, Okay, sure. But then there's the settings menu, which doesn't have words and is just symbols. And you have to like intuit which one is like to turn down the brightness and like all this other stuff, like just fucking write the words out. It's like you're trying to just decipher hieroglyphics that a caveman left in a cave. Like it's fucking insane. And then like it is the main crux of the game between these FMV sequences is the worst beat-em-up combat you fucking ever seen (laughs) and it's like the same three models over and over and over again (laughs) uh and so i still have never seen it but a week or two after the game release, they released a version of all the plot scenes with sound and dialogue and so Mm -hmm. what's crazy about it is like in the main game they're talking like they are speaking but you just can't hear them and it's just like, what the fuck? And like I don't even know what the plot is. like at one point, like there's this lady he's following and like you think it's maybe his sister, but then like, is it his wife? Is she dead? What is happening in this game? And I still don't know because every time I watch <laughs> someone try to make it work with the sound, they couldn't because it was mm. like a separate downloadable like DLC thing, and you could only do it once you had beaten the game once, I think. And you could turn it on. So I've never gone back. Cause like, I don't care enough to go back and look <laughs> at it. I just like, sure. I'm watching this extra life stream. Sure. If they're gonna play through the quiet man again, I guess I'll watch. I'm not going to seek this shit out. And mm-hmm. every time, like more than twice, I watched people not be able to get it to work with sound. <laughs>
1: that is. Uh, yeah, oof. It's...
0: And so like the, I, I can't even imagine what the actual plot is. Like, it's Uh probably more fun for me to imagine in my head. I bet the voice acting is superb. I bet it is the (laughs) best voice acting you've ever heard. But like, if you've never seen the quiet man, people should look up like the first 10 minutes of the quiet man. And then if you deem, that it is hilarious enough for you to continue watching. You can do that. But I'm saying just just five minutes, ten minutes, just enough to get a taste of what the fuck this is so you can understand how baffling it is that it was ever made. How long is it? Uh, like an a hour, an hours? hour and a half, two hours, maybe.
1: Because I, I remember seeing it was on sale for like $4. It's on not long.
0: It's very short. And I was like, should I get this Hang just on, to so see? Let me look up. I, I remember it being like an hour and a half because I watched the whole playthrough. Right, right.
1: So you're looking up the how long to be? I, I, no, quieted. I'm just
0: looking at a, at a video of The Quiet Man. Oh, okay. Uh, walk through with uh, two and a half hours it takes this man. But th- see, there are the battles are insane. And like sure. they don't make sense, so it's really easy to die and have to replay. So I would say two hours probably.
1: All right. Yeah, this is saying three hours. I want to see a speed run of this.
0: Oh my god! I bet it's sick. I bet it's so broken too. But you can just like skip half the game.
1: I might have to look that up at some point. It's Just like speed run of the Quiet Man, and that's how I experienced the game because like that is that would be truly experiencing.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Uh, but anyway, I did push uh, Dragon Quest Builders. Yes, 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 yes. For, uh, this next one is a, uh, I think, another tough one. This one actually uh, Dra- is tough. Yes. Uh, Dragon Quest Eleven uh, versus uh, Final Fantasy XIV.
0: Um. Oh man, this one actually is tough. Dragon Quest Eleven, newest Dragon Quest game. Uh, I beat it. It took me like eighty hours. It was excellent.
1: Which I mean, you you can beat it in sixty, and then there's like a prologue,
0: like after. or an, an epilogue. Yeah. Epilogue, it, 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 a, epilogue, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, and that is how you truly beat the game. In my opinion, you don't do that; you didn't beat that game. But uh, if you see credits, that counts. No, because you can see credits very early in that game, and that and that counts. You see credits <laughs> three times. That does not count. It is that is <laughs> abject incorrect. Uh, it's like near Automata. You see credits oh. one time, oh. and you're done. God. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Dragon Quest eleven is just like it is Dragon Quest again, but it is so much Mm -hmm. good dragon quest i liked it a lot final fantasy 14 is wild in that it is the second final fantasy mmo which in itself is Mm -hmm. a wild statement but it launched and was terrible so much so that they had to keep supporting it while they completely remade the game to relaunch it while still giving the original a plot and then completely changing over the game and like now having it be one of the best MMOs out there.
1: Yeah. The reason why I put this on this list, I was like, it's a very interesting final fantasy game in the fact, in the sense that it is like an MMO. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it ended up being, this is definitely a tough matchup for, I think a lot
0: of people, especially
1: someone like you would be a bit. very. Difficult.
0: Yeah. So like, I can't, I, I guess, I guess I would say final fantasy 14, just because it's more like it's at least different. It is different. Yeah. And like it, definitely does stuff and like i think the expansions are excellent uh, i have not completed the newest one so far but it it might be the best final fantasy plot a lot of people say like of all final fantasy which i think is interesting uh so far dragon quest builders
1: is the only uh rpg JRPG that hasn't moved along I guess. If you don't if, yeah. if Final Fantasy doesn't count as a JRPG.
0: Yeah, is. I mean technically Final Fantasy 14 is a JRPG because it's a sure, sure. Japanese developed thing. I like I love Dragon Quest 11. So this this one is probably the <laughs> yeah, hard yeah. the hardest one that I have thought about so far. Um
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, this next one, uh it's finally a game that I really like. Uh Tomb Raider going up against one of the best Final Fantasy games of all time, Final Fantasy Four. Dude, so, Final Fantasy IV is
0: so good. I, I love Cecil and I love Kane. Uh-huh. uh I mean, On, if you if look, if you want to move up to I can't. Ra- <laughs> I
1: can't. Like I I mean like Crystal Dynamics did a great job rebooting Tomb Raider. They it does feel like they looked at like Uncharted and were like how can we like how can we what can we crib from this and really pull from this and and then kind of make it our own and that's what they did and they did a great job with it. And I love all they did bring in like you know RPG elements and like there's a there's experience and you're leveling up and you're exploring the world. And it it does have a bit of a Metroidvania feel where you're getting new items and then you can explore the world more i have nothing but positive things to say about it and if you remember i did replay this game earlier you this did, year and i liked it again but i i can't argue against like or, like people say like final fantasy 4 versus like like uh chrono trigger is like the best super nintendo like jrpg of all time like that is like, yeah either either happens. final
0: fantasy 4 or 6 because 5 didn't really get released here then um
1: where like tomb raider like the 2013 is just like a good action adventure game like it's yes so like
0: final fantasy four is it's one of those ones where like when people think of what final fantasy is mm -hmm. four was the first one that was that because like final fantasy one and two are still like jrpgs and they but they don't like have the structure of what a final fantasy is with like characters that are as set and like a big plot like that three kind of goes more towards that and then four is like where i feel like it really final fantasy became final fantasy at least for me personally sure uh and yeah like i said man cecil my boy sure so So.
1: i i i'm not gonna argue it like well i just pushed uh final fantasy four ahead Mm -hmm. Um, uh this next one uh near uh, versus murdered a soul suspect which when i was looking at uh, square enix i was like oh yeah he did, publish I, did I did i did
0: buy murdered soul suspect when it first came out and i played mm-hmm. like probably halfway through it and i just like dropped it it's not a, it's it. not a bad game no it's not I, terrible. I, I think it's really interesting like you are a detective who died earlier that morning and you're like trying to mm-hmm. figure out why what that happened what you? happened to you and like i thought that was interesting right like I, I did i did like that game i don't think it's a very good game i i liked it but i i mean it definitely like i think had a really low budget that's for sure it had a low budget and it, it
1: was a little middling it, it had a decent story um but like i know like you're one of the five people i will go to Nier. i will go
0: to bat for the original near any day dead near for life fuck brother near i don't care what the japanese people say i dude a, another game that they should never ever uh-huh. have allowed to have been made ever mm-hmm. after after Yoko Taro made dragon guard 2 they should have just been like no you can't make any more you you have to stop this near is a follow up to one of the secret endings of dragon guard 2 mhm what and it wasn't even one of the serious endings like it blows my mind and like it's not great the first one was not great like the action did not feel very good because the game is structured in the way it is with all the endings because of the budgetary constraints that they had and they still even had to cut one that they added back in in the new remake but like to me that game had a lot of charm and i still love going back to read old near reviews where they said we couldn't score this i gave up in the first five hours because i didn't understand the fishing mini game <laughs> and i love that because i was able to figure it out even though it is sure. it is really obtuse um and does not feel good at all and you have to do a wild amount of fishing in that game uh to do a lot of stuff
1: um did did they fix that or do you still have to do a lot of fishing you see st- you game?
0: still have to do a lot of fishing if you want to do a lot of the side quests the mm. it, it's still the same amount but it is easier to fish and replicant for sure uh they because they like to tell you how it's the, <laughs> it's the main thing like i people i just so many of the things back then on the game boards were like how do i fish Sure. And it was just like, this is crazy. How did the fuck this? How did this get past QA? This is insane. Um. So yeah, I will. I will go to bed for the original near any day. Usually, All right. I like Good it on.
1: a lot. Uh, near is getting pushed through. Mm-hmm. Um, this next one is a uh, bravely second, which is the the first sequel to <laughs> bravely to fall. I stood there
0: out of their minds. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, versus a chrono cross. Chrono Cross. No Chronos. question on this. Uh, Bravely Default and Bravely Second, I think, are JRPGs for people who don't like JRPGs. And what I mean by that is like they have a lot of
1: so maybe someone like me,
0: perhaps like they had a lot of convenience things that mm. I, I think are what bother a lot of people about JRPGs is like, you can speed up time in the battles so that they go at like four times speed. Um, You can choose how much experience you're getting from battles. So Excuse like, me? yeah, you can like crank up the experience gain to like change the flow of the game. You can make the combat harder. Uh, It's wild how much you can do. Uh, so the Bravely Default 2 doesn't do the experience thing differently, sure. um, whereas the first two did. But yeah, it has like a lot of customizable stuff that just like makes it more palatable to play. So like it doesn't take quite as long. Uh, I think that the plots are OK. Like one is like a weird meta commentary on uh, JRPGs, whereas two is a little bit more fun and goofy. Sorry, Bravely second, not Bravely mm-hmm. Default yeah. 2. Not yeah, to be not, not, the... not to be confused. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's still so weird to me. Um So yeah, I, I think it was very interesting. Whereas Chrono Cross still people get upset about this is one of the few games that GameSpot gave a perfect 10 back in the day. And uh people get so mad that he gave a perfect 10. I think it's so Which weird. It, it was
1: a contractor, wasn't it? It yeah. wasn't even like a Uh It wasn't, like, a person, like, working. Uh,
0: Yeah, and he wasn't wrong, in Mm -hmm. my opinion, um, because it is still one of the most unique JRPG battle systems ever. Uh, The way it works is you, like, equip the characters with these magic skills, and you have to, like, try to balance how much of that magic type you were using on the field. It is wild. Um, Mm -hmm. And it still works, I think. Uh, Chrono Cross has one of the best video game soundtracks ever made. Uh, outside of Chrono Trigger, that is, uh, Yasunori Mitsuda is a, an absolute god, and he should he should do more video game soundtracks. He still does, but not on the level he used to. Uh, sure. So yeah, Chrono Cross is excellent. People get mad that it doesn't work well as a sequel to Chrono Trigger. I disagree. I think it is a fine sequel. I don't care that the original characters are in at The originals, my Chrono Trigger is my favorite game of all time. And I am still okay with Chrono Cross. I think that Chrono Cross gets a lot of uh, a lot of shit. And I I think it's funny because now, like right now, like people who have never played either one will like go back and be like, oh, I people say Chrono Trigger is like one of the best games of all time. Uh, I should go back and play it. And they're like, I think this is okay. Let me check out the sequel. And I think people going back and doing that now like Chrono Cross more than Chrono Trigger.
1: Do you think if this was called Cross something? else? Yes, if it was called cross, if it was cross, cross,
0: if it was called something else, people wouldn't give it as much shit for sure.
1: That, that's what I was like. Yeah. If it was just like Cross Trigger or something like where it wasn't like a direct sequel mm-hmm. in people's minds, and if it was just like more of like a weird like one-off thing. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, um, I, th- I think it, it would have been much more well received by people, and people give it less shit. I still think those people are wrong, and I think it works sure. great as a sequel the fact that they fucked up the world is excellent. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that that's a great sequel point. Um, yeah, I really like Chrono Cross. And like, I even when I played through both of them with Nukio, I think Nugio really liked Chrono Cross a lot. Um, sure. And it yeah, there's a lot of characters, like 30, 40. And I think that dilutes them in terms of like how strong they are as a cast. But I think some of them work very well and they're still given their own personality, even if they're not in the story much. Uh, yeah. Chrono cross. I like very much. Okay.
1: So Chrono cross moves along. Uh, this next one, kingdom hearts one, a uh, verse. I am a which is the, uh, the first Tokyo RP, like a uh, factory RPG,
0: which this one is like all winter, right? Yes. It's all winter. And the music is only piano. Yeah. And so like, this is the one that I like played through and I, I did like it because it literally just has chrono triggers battle system basically. Sure. Um, and I like that part of it and they try, they try so hard to like capture chrono trigger. Like you get a character that's just like Magus and like, they want you to like have that nostalgia and it just doesn't work mm. with the plot. And I still think about this all the time. My friend Calvin played through this and he, he, couldn't stand that the music was only piano he was like gonna go insane he hated (laughs) it so much and i think that's so funny um kingdom hearts one is as i said it is the best kingdom hearts game it is the most pure game the fact that it came about because uh disney and square existed in the same office building in japan and two people met in an elevator and said, what if we collabed on this? That'd be mm-hmm. cool, right? And they did. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. I agree. Uh, I think the Kingdom Does Hearts... Does me know what's happening
1: with this? I don't anymore? know.
0: I have no idea. <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, it was a pure distillation of that. It was just a cool thing. It has gone off the rails now. But I, Kingdom Hearts 1, I like a lot. I still think it holds up. I played the the hd remaster a year ago sure. or two years ago at this point and like i still like it a lot yes so
1: i i moved uh kingdom hearts uh, one ahead uh this next one's another interesting one uh final fantasy 7 remake the game that came out last year versus uh final fantasy tactics
0: so this one is the hardest one for me so far by a large margin because I know you really liked Seven the remake. I really like the combat in the Seven remake and Final Fantasy Tactics. I feel like if I don't say that, people on the internet (laughs) will find me. They will come. I
1: I feel like people will find you if you don't say Final Fantasy Seven.
0: No, see, because this is the remake, so they're less likely to do that. Final Fantasy Tactics is like people are wild out there, man. I I will say Final Fantasy Tactics, but only because you're scared of getting shot yeah well that but also it's just like it is that strategy rpg like it is the first one i can remember i know it's not the first one um Mm -hmm. but like the not just like on a 2d plane but on a 3d plane like shining force and fire emblem were on 2d planes whereas uh like final fantasy was on a 3d plane and the plot is excellent the the remake on the psp war of the lions is excellent um and it's just like it i think it sets what that genre was going forward like it set precedent for that uh and those i still like strategy rpgs a lot yeah i
1: as i've said i think like if i were to like a final fantasy game i think it would be final yes, Fantasy. yes i tactics agree with that, that, that. Would like
0: uh-huh and um, it is it is very good for sure um so
1: all right final fantasy tactics moves along and uh the next one is Bravely Default, the first one of versus Final Fantasy 7, the original.
0: I I am a well-known <laughs> Final Fantasy 7 hater. I will say this. <laughs> I, I am a well-known person who thinks the original Final Fantasy 7 does not deserve the praise it gets. I think it's a right. fine game. Mm-hmm. I think people give it way too much credit. Okay. Uh and that's fine. It's still a great it's still one of the best JRPGs of all time. I accept sure. this. I I am not crazy. I understand. It was the first fully 3d JRPG. I will say at final fantasy seven in this case, because bravely default would not exist without final fantasy seven. If it had not done well, it would not be there. But also, when like, do you like better? I like final fantasy seven better. In the okay, end, like, that's, I, that's... I, I literally couldn't finish bravely default because it got to okay. the point where it was doing the meta narrative on JRPG stuff where you have to repeat the same dungeons like five times. And I was like, all mm-hmm. right, look, you didn't have to do this i mm-hmm. i can't anymore whereas final fantasy 7 i is one of the only final fantasy games i've completed and people get mad sure. about that uh <laughs> i basically only complete the final fantasy games i don't like as much is the okay. moral of the story uh
1: <laughs> well in fairness like
0: 14
1: is never ending
0: 14 so. never ending right but like i have never finished 9 i have never finished mm. 10 I have gotten to the final boss in both of these things, and then replayed the entire game up to the final <laughs> boss like twelve hundred times. Same mm-hmm. thing with Final Fantasy four and six. Like I just I have played all these games to completion right up until the final boss, and like I have a problem is what it comes down to. I have a mental problem, and mm-hmm. I I can't solve it. Uh, but Final Fantasy seven I have beaten multiple times, <laughs> and the remake. Uh, sure, it, it it is a good JRPG, and like those characters. <clears throat> however you feel about them are well designed uh they it does a lot and like people who don't normally like video games still feel nostalgic about final fantasy 7 right so yes. you know yeah okay
1: and our very last matchup is kingdom hearts 3 which Manny just hearing kingdom hearts 3 just makes manny feel bad <laughs> versus a rise of the tomb raider a game that i like this is my favorite game on this list.
0: Okay. Do right. you know Rise what? Matt? This is yeah. the time. This is Rise of the Tomb Raider's time because i i am like the only person i am a kingdom hearts 3 apologist uh-huh. where i uh-huh. think it was fine. I think it was exactly what kingdom hearts fans deserved. I think it was exactly <laughs> what we were going to get and people hate it. People are so mad about it and i just every time i say like what did you expect it to be? What could mm-hmm. it have been? Nothing could have lived up to the get time gap hype that this created. Also, let's not pretend like the Kingdom Hearts 2 was some fucking magical shit either. I just like it. It's not that great. I liked it enough. I think it sure. it concluded that story for people who wanted to jump ship before it gets buck wild and whatever new bullshit they make. Rise of the Tomb Raider is almost certainly a better game than Kingdom Hearts Three.
1: Rise of the Tomb Raider, they just they took everything from the 2013 and just kind of made it better. Yes, um, uh, it's just it. it, it just in every way, they pretty much just made it a, a better game. Uh, the one thing that, like, comparing, like, I can't not compare this to Uncharted, especially because, like, this came out on PS4 the same year that Uncharted 4 came out. So I played these, like, within a couple months of each other. Uncharted does a better job of it being more globe-trotting, where this was basically just one location for probably 90% of the game, which it was, like, a Siberia, I think. It was, like, yes, somewhere yes, in so like, West, Russia.
0: Siberia, I believe.
1: Uh, so it was very uh, mountainous and very uh, and the this, this story goes to like buck ass wild places oh sure yeah I, I have it.
0: heard about the ending of that game <laughs> yeah, it sounds uh, ridiculous
1: uh, but like even outside of that, it's just a really well playing like uh third person shooter where you're just using a bow and arrow. Uh, and I, I love using bow and arrows in games. So like, it's just a lot of fun to use that bow and arrow and go for headshots and just kind of level up and get experience and just kind of, once again, it's a Metroidvania where you're exploring the world. It's just, it just plays a little bit better. The story is a little bit better. Uh, Lara's a little bit better. It, it It's just a little bit better than the 2013. Um, and I, I know, like, edit, like you are a Kingdom Hearts 3 apologist, but even even you are not hot on
0: this No, game, I so. can't, like, uh, it, so I, f- I, I do feel the need to defend it sometimes, but, like, that's mm-hmm. just because, like, Kingdom Hearts fans are fucking crazy.
1: Yes, like, they are so hyperbolic where they're like, it's the worst thing that's ever happened. And, and it's just like, like well, it's no, fine. it's a fine, it's fine. It's fine.
0: And right. people get mad when I say that. <laughs> and i'm like look i thought the dlc was okay and people are like well uh-huh. i didn't even play the dlc and it's like well then fuck off like i, I don't yeah. know what you want from me I, they made the combat better in the dlc like they mm-hmm. added all the secret boss fights you wanted you just mm-hmm. won't you refuse to do it now it's not my fault so
1: all right so that is the fir- that is the end of the first round i got one game but like i didn't this is this is- the square enix one and as i've said like the ubisoft and xbox were more me this square enix one is like the manny well
0: so this track. is weird i i feel i'm trying to think of like what so th- all, literally every single one of these except for rise of the tomb raider is from a japanese studio uh, well, not Tomb Raider as well. No, I mean just Tomb Raider is from a is from a Western studio. That's the only one. Yeah, the Tomb Raider
1: and Rise of uh, the Tomb Raider. Uh, uh, and,
0: and, and well, he, yes, I'm talking. I and The Quiet Man. I, I, guess I'm, I was going to say it's The Quiet Man. I'm talking about the ones that made it to the second round here. I'm trying well, to like, think of like the only other game I can think of that I would have like. I, Hitman felt. I was going to say yeah, you. and that that's the one I would have Hitman won, but then like. Does that count? Because then two was WB and then three is like their own. Like, is that just (laughs) IO or does that, does Square get credit for that first one? Like, that's weird. And then, like, just cause, neither one of us really probably care about at all. No, no. Like, I, i never know i feel like kane they, and lynch kane and, oh god i feel like they're never really utilizing their western studios ever for anything well we could we could have had the avengers you know
1: i, I you see i the I, avengers uh i hated shadow of the tomb raider well i didn't hate it yeah but it was but did,
0: it was disappointing especially after you like rise of the tomb raider so much it's just one of those things where like and, and then um what oh, is it dave's X i was gonna put like yeah, Dewey, like oh no. really like and so attacks. i just it's weird because they have these western studios and then they mm. just like don't do anything with them or if they do they're not that great like crystal dynamics is the exception i think like well they've had like two good games though that is true but like tomb raider and rise of the tomb raider were very good right and like they did but well they're like them. five years ago i know like Look, I know. what have you done
1: for me recently
0: <laughs> And at a certain point, like that, does become a thing. It know. does. It does become a thing. And like obviously, like people can fly. Fucking made the Quiet Man, so they're out. Sure. I don't care what they do from now on. They're fired. Uh, uh, and, and like I and I do know
1: they have um, that game coming out later this year, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And yes, yeah, we'll and that
0: that, that that's a weird one. We'll see how that goes. But it, yeah, they're just their Western studios. I I don't know, man. Like I feel like Square. Is missing. Well, the other thing, they're missing a lot of potential there, though, they're missing potential. But the other big thing is
1: they didn't have it for the PS one era, the PS two era, the even the Super Nintendo era, like these eras. And that's really where Square Enix like a lot of these games are. They're not the newer stuff. No, for you uh it's their older stuff and that's all just like that was all just japanese they didn't have any eastern that's what i feel like
0: is weird too is like when squaresoft merged with enix i feel like it was done on the japanese end because they were like oh we can have final fantasy and dragon quest under the same umbrella like them acquiring IDOS through enix i feel like was just like the most afterthought thing ever Mm -hmm. and then they were like oh well I guess we could like make a new Day Sex or like we could make a new Tomb Raider, but it took them forever. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Hitman, like it took yeah. them forever to get around to that. And those early Hitmans in that era suck shit. Hitman Absolution is god awful, uh, and it's just like it seems like one of those things where like their Western studios were always an afterthought. And even yes. now that they're trying to make them more than a, of a pillar, they're still somehow failing that spectacularly. Well, like,
1: But like at the same time, their Western was kind of saving them at like the PS like four exactly like early launch and like like that's like what it's
0: crazy. But then you still like look back and they said wild bullshit things about how Tomb Raider underperformed in sales, Mm -hmm. like. On what fucking planet? Like, I get the way their sales numbers work, where they have to make up for the sales that bombed. But like, just because Final Fantasy Thirteen did super poorly over the course of its three games does not mean that Tomb Raider was not good. Just just because your other whatever JRPG came out at the time bombed does not mean that the original Hitman underperformed. Like, they were living in a magical fantasy land then.
1: Oh, there is one more uh, Western and that's life is strange.
0: Oh, true. But they don't, list, they don't they so. don't own don't nod. No, they don't. So like that's another weird one. So
1: but like that is one that I like looking at this list is but that didn't even make it through. So. No, yeah. So that's just weird. Uh, but getting back to the second round, some of these I the can, Some of
0: these I think I can. We can get through very quickly here. Oh yeah, well, it, we already talked about most yeah, yeah, of
1: these. Yeah. But uh, it's Dragon Quest Heroes versus Super Mario RPG. Super Mario RPG
0: moves. Oh up, my right? god, yes, because it's versus a <laughs> Dynasty Warriors game. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the next one, uh, Chrono Trigger wins against Final Fantasy X because it's my favorite game of all time. Tri- uh-huh. I do like Final Fantasy X though. Secret of uh, Mana and Star Ocean. I think Secret of Mana is a better game they're they're both like in a similar space whereas secret of mana is full action rpg whereas star ocean is kind of action kind of Mm turn-based uh some people would probably get mad at me for saying that i i I think i enjoy playing secret of mana more than the original um near automata versus dragon quest builders i think near automata is a I don't know. I Dragon Quest Builders is a cool concept. I think Nier Automata. I assume Nier Automata
1: is probably your favorite uh, JRPG of like the last generation.
0: Probably. Yeah. As a Japanese produced thing. I think that might actually be true. So, Yeah.
1: Uh, the next one, uh, Final Fantasy 14 versus Final Fantasy 4. This is wrong. This one I feel bad about.
0: <laughs> Final Fantasy 14 has a lot of Final Fantasy 4 themed things in it. Uh-huh. They do a lot of stuff with that. I will say Final Fantasy 4 because, Legacy. D- look, it was there first, man. It, the, the, you, the fact that Final Fantasy 14 has Final Fantasy 4 stuff in it means a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Near The original Nier versus Chrono Cross, look, dude, I love the original Nier. It is not a good game. I will say that with some confidence. It is weird and janky. Chrono Cross, perfect 10 from GameSpot back in the day. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> this next one I think is going to be hard for you. Kingdom
0: Hearts 1 versus Final Fantasy Tactics. I do agree. This one is tough. Kingdom Hearts 1 will always, 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 always hold a special place in my heart. I This one I'm going to go with my heart on. Kingdom Hearts. Okay, And I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts 1. And listen, mm-hmm. no one give me shit about this. I know Final Fantasy Tactics is a great game. It may be mm-hmm. better than Kingdom Hearts, but it is not as special to me. So I will. That that is my hot take. Here, I don't care. <laughs> I like Final Fantasy Seven. Is is uh-huh. is fine. It is one of my least passionately passionate Final Fantasy games. Uh-huh. So I. How do you feel about that? I mean, obviously, you would say Rise of the Tomb Raider.
1: I would. I. I've, rise of the tomb raider i don't think i would put it in like my top 20 of all time but it would be somewhere in my top 50 of all
0: time i would say
1: i don't know how you feel about final fantasy in terms of i've played
0: a lot of video games so i don't think one of my least favorite final fantasy games would crack the top 50 but i don't know man like it is that it is that first it is that first 3d jrpg it is like it is the Final Fantasy game, right? Like, you ask Mm -hmm. a human about Final Fantasy, they'll be like, oh, the one with Cloud and Sephiroth. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, boy, you should have said Locke and (laughs) Terra or Cecil and Kane or anyone Mm -hmm. anyone else. But I I know why they say that, and it's because that game has a legacy that is, like, it is impossible for Square to escape from. And I would say I feel bad for them, but then they released the remake and made a trillion dollars. So I know sure. I no longer feel bad for them. I I guess I would say Final Fantasy 7, but like, I don't, I don't know.
1: Oof. I mean, I really do like Rise of the Tomb Raider, but like, I do know Final Fantasy 7 is like, it, like, if ah, here's where, like, if we're talking the world, yeah, Final Fantasy 7 wins. I just, I think I have more passion for Tomb Raider than you do. Oh, Final that's
0: Fantasy. true. So that's why, like, I think it's fine if Rise I, of the Tomb Raider. Would I, I, like, I, I want to push Rise sure. of the Tomb Raider okay. here. That's um, good. People uh, so are like, so we, upset, we, but it's yes, fine. Yes, I, like I, I, I get it. It's one of my who least. cares, cares about I, who our audience? Cares. We have like, we have like three people. <laughs> uh, oh. oh no! This <laughs> no. is so sad. Super Mario RPG versus Chrono Trigger. I have to say Chrono Trigger because it's my favorite game of all time. But boy, see, Super see? Mario RPG rules. If we had double elimination, you could feel less bad about this. I could.
1: Because like, Super Mario yeah. PG could uh, it's just like, so, keep comments. It's so good, though. But, and
0: I, you know, it's... it's
1: but you, gotta you got it. to make tough, tough, tough t-
0: choices. That's what life's all about.
1: Like, we... Making this list, I was like, I already know it's going to win. <laughs> I already know it's going to win. It's fair. <laughs> uh... It, it's about the other
0: like like secret of mana versus near automata that's an interesting it is one. i will say i will say near in this case uh while i, 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 yep, I think that yep. secret of mana holds up and is like one of the first action rpgs uh near automata makes it does, the, does a wild thing you know and it makes it into
1: the final four and no further mm-hmm. so good for near yes uh final fantasy 4 versus chrono cross this is
0: tough and people will say i'm wrong for this but i think it's chrono cross in this situation i'll keep mm-hmm. saying it perfect 10 on gamespot.com <laughs> yeah i love it right. sometimes i go back and read that review and just get happy because i know the comments were just uh-huh. how could you say this how could you do this? even jeff Gerstmann still gets pissed off about it and i think that's so <laughs> fucking awesome what's
1: well, one of those things where like they know it's going to create issues, but like they don't want to go up against the reviewers. Well, it just li- so. What I
0: love about it is like listening to Jeff talk about it. You're mm-hmm. like, you get that review a perfect 10 and you're like, really? Mm-hmm. I doubt it. And then you <laughs> read his text and you're like, it does really seem like you mean this. Mm-hmm. And like, you just at a certain point, you just got to let him say it. And I was just sure. like, good for you, dude. Like fucking get it. Get it. And then Kingdom Hearts One versus Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm
1: gonna guess you feel more passionate. Oh about my god. Kingdom I Hearts.
0: I love Kingdom Hearts One and I Yes, I I don't I don't know, man. I know you like Rise of the Tomb Raider.
1: I do, but like it's not on the level of like a Kingdom Hearts fan. Like I think you're just disappointed in every Kingdom Hearts ever since one. It's true. So
0: like... Every single one <laughs> is just
1: like I, slightly more disappointing.
0: If people like really want to hear my thoughts on the original Kingdom Hearts one, it is one of the podcasts I did when it was just me that I think I am the most proud of in me talking about it, and that it's just like. You know I love that game. Like by listening to sure. that, and like, I feel like I explained pretty well why I think every game after that is not as good. Um, and yeah, like Alexa Ray Correa wrote a boss fight book about Kingdom Hearts Two. And I still am like, no, man, you are wrong. Kingdom Hearts one is it is the one. And it is like it because I think back then it still had that Disney charm, you know. Like where it's like close enough to just like a fun Disney movie that added weird Final Fantasy bullshit.
1: Which you're also like a big Disney guy.
0: Yeah, like I like Disney movies a lot, especially like Mm -hmm. those ones that it's focusing on. Like that game has a Nightmare Before Christmas in it. That is my favorite movie of all time. Like I, I love the way they did that. Three added Toy Story. See, this is why I can't be mad at three. Is because it right. added Toy Story and like, I, and
1: it added Pirates of the Caribbean. I know, and is that is actually is
0: one of the best worlds. And people were like, I can't believe they would add this. And it's like, okay, well, it's one of the best ones. Fuck you. Uh, and yeah, the uh, the Monsters Inc. world is such a bummer. Hmm. Whatever. But uh, like, yeah, Kingdom Hearts one holds a special place in my heart for sure. And then <laughs> I feel bad. And if anyone, and if I- anyone was to look at this list. They will know that I made. I was the one who made a lot of decisions <laughs> because mm-hmm. Chrono Trigger versus Near Automata. I feel like what this is going to end up being is cheating. I feel like I have cheated this list, but how did you cheat and like no, we knew no, going know, in but just, the only chance that chrono trigger wasn't going to win is if i didn't put it in the no list. i know but it will be funny because of what's going to happen so chrono trigger versus near automata chrono trigger mm-hmm. obviously wins my favorite game of all time i went japan to japan to see a concert about it okay Oh, i
1: know what's happening i know what's <laughs> happening.
0: <laughs> See, this is what I'm saying. This is why. <laughs> then the other one is Chrono Cross uh, versus Kingdom Hearts 1. Again, uh, I went to Japan to see uh, a Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger concert by Yezunori uh, Matsuda. I will say Chrono Cross there.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: the final two, see, this is why it feels wrong, is Chrono Trigger versus Chrono Cross. And I will mm-hmm. say Chrono Trigger because it's my favorite game of all time. Yeah. I do think, though, someday I might flip. I still feel this way. No. I think that someday I will feel like Chrono Cross is a, is the true the true master, and I think the older I get, the closer I get to saying that I like Chrono Cross more than Chrono Trigger. And I don't know that that day will ever come, but someday you- I think I could get there.
1: Do you think? Cause like making top 10 of all time is weird where you don't really want to put like multiple of the same franchise in there. Mm -hmm. But do you think you would put Chrono Cross and Chrono Trigger in your top 10? Like if you actually really thought about it. So like,
0: obviously I've made my top 10 of all time and Chrono Cross is not in there, but like I always, I, I think it should be like, I do feel like you just said where I feel like, you're like, "Oh, I shouldn't have these two things in there. I shouldn't have
1: three Zelda games." You yeah, like in I my shouldn't have three 10. Zelda
0: games in my top 10, but like they're that good though, right? Like yes. you feel that way. So I feel like if I I don't know, if I really thought about it again and made my top 10, I might put Chrono Cross in it. But yeah, I don't know.
1: I just but then, like, like you're kicking something else I know, out You know, and, and like, it's, oh, it's fucked aw. up.
0: I defend Chrono Cross a lot online. Yes. People talk shit about Chrono Cross. I am right there, and I say, "Listen, shut the fuck up about this. How dare you? Have you heard its soundtrack? <laughs> uh, and like, it is it is still a unique game. Like, no other JRPG mm-hmm. has really had that battle system. But Chrono Trigger, I is is for me. Yes, it is the one, and I still think about it. I cried at that concert. It made me feel many emotions seeing Chrono Cross or sorry. I I did see Chrono Cross there, but seeing Chrono Trigger up on that screen while they played the music live is never forget. Never forget that moment. Um, I still I have all that stuff. I have the the concert, uh, the concert book there. It's fucking crazy. But Chrono Trigger, man, it made me believe in time travel stories. People say time travel stories don't work. Disagree. Because Chrono Trigger is dope, it can never be. It can never be replicated. The group, sure. the group of people that worked on that game, no longer work at the same companies. They. It's crazy that they were even able to all work on that at the same. The artist of Dragon Ball Z, the artist of Dragon Ball Z, made Chrono Trigger. Like he he made all the art, Toriyama. The fact that Nobuo Uematsu and Yasunori Mitsuda made the music for Chrono Trigger is fucking nuts. Tetsuya Nomura, before he was a crazy person, worked on Chrono Trigger. Sakaguchi, Yuji Hori, like the person that made Dragon Quest, the person that made Final Fantasy, like they worked on that game. It's crazy. Never again. Yeah. I, Never again. Yeah. I mean, it,
1: it it is known as like a. Uh... You know, just like like a once in a lifetime kind of like game that just, you know, it was a perfect storm game where it just like people came together and just kind of created something. Really and like,
0: special. that is why I have stopped trying to chase that whenever a game says like, it's like Chrono Trigger. I'm like, all right, I can't play this.
1: Mm-hmm. I can't
0: do it because it will never it'll never be that. Which I, get, I guess I should start feeling that way about a lot of things where they're like, oh, it's kind of like this thing you used to love and just be like, mm-hmm. no. It's fine. It right. can be someone else's thing they love, but I don't need to keep trying to find this same thing or chase the eye or whatever. So, But at least I know no one will ever say we're trying to recreate Kingdom Hearts, so I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that was our uh, Square Enix uh, bracket. Yes, and I'm sorry to everyone out there for what occurred.
1: Uh, if you're really into JRPGs, this was the, the bracket for you uh this one i wanted to do because as i said like ubisoft and like xbox was definitely geared towards mm-hmm. me the next two are capcom and sony oh
0: hell yeah
1: dude those are gonna be fun for both of us uh it's funny how like you keep picking the ones that are like less exciting i think for the two of us but that's all right because like as I, as I said those two are gonna be much dude, more interesting.
0: i have in so debates. many feelings about capcom
1: I think we both we do. We both like, do. Very, yeah, there's some really good fighting games. There are like uh, Resident Evil. Oh my god,
0: Okami, Beautiful Joe, like mm-hmm. hell yeah, dude. uh yeah. Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. Yeah, there's five of those. Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter. Sure.
1: There's there's uh, it, it's gonna that one I think is yeah. gonna be Mega much more interesting. Dating.
0: Well, also I feel like. They have a more diverse output than a lot of other, businesses. They have a
1: lot more variety where this is just like, hey, like JRPGs. And do you like JRPGs
0: or do you <laughs> like third person shooters? Would you pick your favorite? I will, like, you have two different
1: choices for third person shooters. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or, oh, sorry, or uh, do you like beat em up games with no sound? That's also their sure. other wheelhouse.
1: Uh, so, yeah. Uh, and, and, but that, I mean, that's the square, that's like Square Enix. And I, I picked this cause I know you're really into Square yeah. Enix and I was like, you know, this will be a good opportunity because how many t- opportunities does Manny have to talk about secret of mana yeah. or like Valkyrie. Pro and Demon I will,
0: I will close out with this. And uh, this is surprising for people, but if you have not seen footage of the quiet man, you have to watch footage of the <laughs> quiet man. It's insane. Like it is, it makes no sense was it possible sorry I just got a weird text from my mom's work phone she must have oh. accidentally used the wrong phone <laughs> uh yeah man just watch the quiet man please and if you want to like tweet at me at manatron about how you felt if when you watched the quiet man I'll I'll talk to you about it you know <laughs> I will not watch it with you though I already sure. have seen it and I you know I'm not seeking it out but uh yeah uh that'll do it for us here we will be back next week where our our third part will be talking about the ninth fast and the furious film technically the 10th if you count hobbs and shaw
1: Uh, just one thing Mm -hmm. i just want to pull up our bracket or not our bracket but our like ranking Mm -hmm. Knowing what you know going into this, let me just see what our top 10 was. Uh, okay, so we did Furious 7, Furious 5, Fast and Furious 6, Fast and Furious, The Fast and the Furious, so that's uh, so that's four and then one. Tokyo Drift, Two Fast, Too Furious, Hobbs and Shaw, and then The Fate of the Furious was our least it's favorite. It's not good. Uh, where do you think this new one's going to end up?
0: I would like it to go under five above six. Okay. Well,
1: obviously we would want it. Number one, but like, let's be honest. Uh, it will, yeah. I mean, that's, gonna
0: that's definitely not going to happen, but I would like, I would like to like it more than six.
1: Okay. So you're, th- you're hoping top three.
0: Oh, fuck. That's pretty high. That's pretty high. I would like that to be the case.
1: Yeah. That would be, if it's, if it's better than six, that's insane. Uh, I'm hoping just middle of the road. Like, if it's better than I, Fast and Furious Four, sure. If it's in like, sure, sure, sure. I, I will be very. Yes,
0: happy I that. I agree with that. I want it to be very good, and I think mm-hmm. it will be really stupid. But I do not. I just... do not think it will be like really good. Like, I I still think that five is like the benchmark for that franchise, where it was like outside of the first one, where it was like, okay, this is just like a heist movie. And so like yes. any rando can get into this and be like, Oh, I like heist things. Like that's mm-hmm. fun. No, I
1: don't know if you will appreciate it enough because like, that's
0: the one where they bring everybody, they bring everybody back. back. But Like there's still something about a good heist movie that I sure. think gets people. Whereas like you'd try to go watch this one and you're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And I still like, <laughs> I think the reason we like seven so much is because we have seen the whole franchise and we like it so much. Like it, it well and it had that emotional payoff so good the ending of that movie so good uh and that
1: is why it ended up being higher than five is because it's just the way they ended that and it was just a great tribute to paul Walker. yes and it, it, it made me cry so
0: i same uh but i will say this which i laughed about a lot is one of my friends was recommended a youtube video that was titled Uh, characters I hope return and have cameos in the tenth Fast and the Furious movie. And the thumbnail Mm -hmm. was Paul Walker, (laughs) and it was like, (laughs) it was like, look, it was like, look, that I don't think you're gonna be able to get that one for the for the cameo (laughs) in the tenth movie, and that is fucked up.
1: But it was just like,
0: come on, man, what? How do you have that as the thumbnail for this fucking video? uh so yeah with that get ready for that next week tomorrow Uh, we're seeing it tomorrow i can't tomorrow Uh, i can't wait but yeah next week you guys can hear the spoiler cast maybe Mm -hmm. see me just losing my gourd on twitter a little (laughs) bit probably uh but with that that'll do it for us this week as always the theme song is sting operation by the man Anamanaguchi. excellent chiptune band you should check them out and we will be back to be checked out next week peace